you're so lucky. Hello. Can you hear me? I can. Can you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear me? This thing. Hello. This on. (laughs) How's it going? Uh, I gotta turn all this off. Are we live already? Or we are. I had here. I had here because I know you like. Yeah, you're not part of there. Name the superior or master races. What do we have? We have the 1099 master or superior race, right? Sure. There is the um, PC superior race, right? Not politically correct, but the non-computer. For, not, yeah. not well, that too, but I thought it was more of a video game reference. Okay. I, like if you said, I got Xbox, so I got PlayStation and then someone. There's the, the Linux assholes, the Linux superior race, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, there's those guys. You know what really is the mark? And I'm being deadly serious. Not only of 1099ers, that there is some truth to that, all of our joking aside. Um, but there is a genuine superiority. You are a better human if you belong to this race. I know. Guess what race it is? Uh man, uh the It's some you have trouble with and you shouldn't. You choose to have trouble with it. Ooh, this one's mm-hmm. you, this you is, I, I don't I'll know what give, this is. I'll give you a hint. You're always very close to becoming part of the not superior race on this one. You barely make it. You barely make it. Assholes. But, no. Oh God, you're so far away from that. You're <laughs> you're such a nice thought, guy. You're I nowhere close. You are. You know, like like a fish evolving into a salamander like yeah bicycle you, you got on you got on land you evolved out of the oceans and now you're on land but in the grand schemes of going from that uh to to a salamander to my level of assholeness that's like me i'm i landed a planet uh, a, a rocket on the moon I, I i planted a human on the moon you're you're you've made progress but you still have a very long way to go and beating that nice guy out of you Damn, I thought I was getting close with some of the no. stuff. No, oh, come doing. on. Anybody in the chat room, how, how, who, how, what percent asshole do you think Chad is of Cappy? Everybody put the percent asshole. I bet you it ain't going to be above 10%. You're, you're probably not even. Here, somebody said 99%. Uh, no, that's 1099er. No, no. All right. Are you on, um, are you on YouTube right now? Yeah, I'm looking at oh, our chat. Someone says you're 99. There's no way you're 99% weapons grade asshole. It's okay. I, I put it in there. But <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Well, that, uh, can I get another hint? Because now I'm really intrigued. Like what? You uh, uh, you should actually be ashamed of this. You should have a little bit of shame. Juan, point zero 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 three percent, right there. <laughs> so it's not asshole. You're saying I, I'm getting closer to something. I almost get there, you, but I don't quite. No, 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 uh, no, no, no. You are part of the superior race, but you are always this close from being kicked out of it. Jeez. Uh, I can't imagine what's going to kick me out of something so prestigious. What time did I say we were going to start? Oh, well, you said 6.55, but, 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 but <laughs> I got here at 6.59 because right. the original time of the broadcast was 7. So I was actually early. By I, I, I said we're starting at 7. Get here at 6.55. What time did you log in? Uh, 6.54 and 59 seconds. 6.59 and 33 seconds. And I know because I was watching the countdown, I hit live. Then you jumped in. And because I have something here from your mom. Uh-oh. Uh-huh. Oh. And, if, and if you're late, 
I'm going to show everybody pictures of little Chad Elkins when he was a little kid in various Ooh. poses and states. Well, that ain't good. No, it's not good. <laughs> but Mr. MBA CPA should know timeliness. Well, it's like my old professor used to say, um, yeah. early is on time. And if you're on time, you're still on time. So is that what he said? No, I just made that oh, up. Yeah, he used to say, early is on time and on time is late, which never really made sense. It's the same from a military. If you're not 10 minutes early, you're 10 minutes late. And he because was in the military. There, there's some fucking bullshit and hanky panky going on uh, <laughs> where everyone's not ready to go. And then, and then you're moving your papers at the meeting or whatever. Hey, Jim, how you doing? Blah, 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 blah. Oh, that's nice. Uh, how about that you. local sports team? Oh, so. Hey, how was the, uh, the, the cylinder ball? A cylinder ball. Yeah, cylinder ball. We were actually at a hockey game. Um, yeah. Is that what you meant by cylinder? Yeah, ball cylinder. It's a basketball? little black little cylinder. Oh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, our friend uh, has season tickets, but he tends to make money uh, selling them. And the team I kind of like, you know, he knew that they were in town, so he invited me to go last night, and it was a lot of fun. It's always fun to do that. What uh, is he even a fan of hockey? Yeah. Oh, you he know, is. you remember where he's from originally, right? North of the border. Oh, that's right. He is a Canadian. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's he got. Well, who does he cheer for on the Canadians? Like Canadians. He, the, he doesn't. He actually cheers yeah. for the Chicago Blackhawks. You have a hat that's a Blackhawks. Yeah, hat. I got this new douchey hat of which is douchebag hat. <laughs> this is look. This does look like a douchebag hat, right? Like you yes. expect. Yes. Right. <clears throat> I didn't. I got suckered by a little girl again. Really? Yeah. They're, like little girls. There's. There's like. Uh, you know the porthole in the Death Star? That was the only weakness. Yeah. And they shot the the torpedoes in there. Little girls who like little, you know, little two-year-olds, little three-year-olds, they could say, Can I have that? I'll be like, Oh yeah, here you go, kid. Nie- so I, nieces. Nieces, but these there's other I'm not genetically related to any of these. But you know, my friends have kids. And for some reason. Uh, the little girls are way better behaved than the boys. I think because all the men are pussies and never spank their sons and the kids just run around and act like fucking retards. And I'm not, everyone's all like, you know, boys are going to be boys. I'm like, yeah, but this kid is one spit in the face of his other uncle. Another one's peeing all over the place. I mean, just unacceptable behavior. Like, no, completely feral. Um, but for some reason, the girls... Uh, I could get along with them. They're fine. So I went and visited a buddy of mine, uh, and he has a little daughter. And I've known her since she was two, and she thinks I'm great. Like, if I ring the doorbell, she's answering it. Her dad's lying on the couch playing videos. Like, hey, what do you want, fuck Tardo? Yeah, come on in. Well, you know, she'll, she'll grow out of thinking you're great. She will. Oh, no, they all do. I know. But, you know, while, while I can't enjoy this phase of my life when dumb young kids don't know any better and think I'm great uh, – so this little girl, she always gives me a hug, and I say I get her hug back, and then she wants me to show me this, the, the things and the stuff. Um, I bought her at the time; it was a life-size Kevin minion doll. It was as yeah. tall as her. It stood up. Holy shit! She thought I was the greatest thing ever. So she still has Kevin. Uh, but I walk in, and she immediately looks like, "Where'd you get the hat?" I'm like, "This is from New Mexico." Now, her dad big time hiker and he lives out west he's like why do you have the douchiest hat in the entire union i'm like what's wrong with new mexico he's like it's a stupid state i'm like it's not that bad i like hiking you know 
uh, Scandia Peak was great. And, oh, it's a dumbass hat. So then it dawned on me, the little girl really wants the hat. It would piss her dad off if I gave it to her. So I gave her my New Mexico hat, which is kind of one of my favorite hiking hats. In exchange, she gave me this hat. And I'm looking at it. And I'm like, well, it's a hat. I won't have to comb my hair for the rest of this trip. And, but it is one of those douchebag hats because I'm looking at it. I feel like a millennial kid who, who kind of works on cars. But it sh- shouldn't this have the flat brim? Shouldn't it be more like that? I mean, I, I, I this is so far beyond me. I've got no clue. All right. Anyway, a little girl stole my hat. My One of my favorite hats. I really like the New Mexico flag. I think it's a cool looking hat. And so now I got to go get another hat. But this is my temporary hat because I didn't want to comb my hair. So I opted to look like a douchebag with a douchebag hat instead of comb my hair. <laughs> That's the story. Nice. Yeah, so. Wonderful story. Uh, we haven't been around in a while. It's been, I checked, it's been three weeks. Yep, that's about as much time. Yeah, that's when I went off on my trip and everything. Yeah. Now we're back. and uh, Lots to talk about, I think. What do you got? I got tons of shit. Like, the world took a communal shit. Like, more than it normally does. Some of it's good news, but but a lot of it's just like... And I verified them, like, ones on the Daily Mail. I'm like, nah, this is the Daily Mail. It's got to be skewed. And I go to a regular (laughs) news site, and it's true. I'm like, oh, fuck. So... What do you got? Is some interesting and worthwhile? Well, I mean, you already know about these things, and we'll we'll get to the shirts a little later. Um, oh, okay. But since people tend to like CPA type questions or yada oh. yada yada, I don't mind telling everybody that I basically sold off one third of my client base uh, just last week because a I third, had not not a quarter. A, a, oh, it was almost a third. Yeah, almost a third. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And I, and I know I talked to you about this, but I mean, you just, at some point, you know, when you're first starting a business and you want to take anybody because you just need to get clients, right? You want to, you want to build, you know, that's your, your, just like your dating life. You'll take any girl, big, small, (laughs) STD or not. Yeah, I know you're desperate. Right. So, you know, over time and here's where you got me on feeling like too much of a nice guy, which, which I'll tell you about. Um, I moved away from him. I specialize in businesses, in particular, two specific types of businesses. And I had this client base that, frankly, they they take up energy and time. And the fees that I charge are simply not worth the effort. There you go. And and I was like, you know what? I'm not going to be able to grow if I'm spending time on these people that, frankly, probably ought to be using TurboTax. You know? what? what have I always said the number one benefit of being self-employed is? You get to pick your own clients. You get to pick your own clients. But but you see, I was so hung up. I was like, man, I'm going to feel like such a dick if I like cut them off because they, <laughs> they were from the beginning. that They helped me build this business, right? Right. And I just decided, look, I got to look out for myself at some point. I got to, I don't think, half of them probably won't care. They'll just be like, oh, we got to find another CPA. But right. some people did get butt hurt. And it's like, I'm sorry, but I got to change the way I do things from right. now on. It's just no. me. Yeah, it is. No, I you, you don't have to sell or, or, or convince me of that. I, yeah. But it's it's funny you say, I'm kind of an asshole like you, and here you are, oh, geez, I've got to get rid of my lower-paying clients. I'm like, that is totally, you're, you're, you need to not only do that, do you still have a slight a slight twinge of guilt of doing this? Yes. Okay, get get rid of that, uh, uh, Elkin's son. You, you, <laughs> there's, they're going to find another 
CPA. I referred them to one. Okay, you referred to all right, and did, yeah. and you sold it to the guy, right? You sold your yes. book of business. Okay, all right. So they're taken care of. Um, it's commoditized, really, what you do. Yeah. I mean, so it, it's not like they needed a CPA anyway, right? Uh, were these also the ones that would be late and not show up and come in for extension? Some. Some. Right. This was a mix of annoying people I really wanted to get rid of, and then mm -hmm. others that I, I really liked most of them, but. And I hate how this is going to sound, but they weren't, they weren't worth the time and effort. That's how the economy goes. And you know what? There are people like, for example, me and Rich Cooper, Rich always, uh, well, he doesn't always, and he doesn't really give me guff, but he recommends, he's like, dude, you got to jack up your prices for my consulting. Yeah. And it's, it's, there's nothing just cause they're not high enough paying clients or high profitability clients doesn't mean that's bad or that you're going to serve them better. There's different markets. And so it's Rich Cooper. I think he charges $1,100 an hour. Yeah, something crazy. I mean, okay, that's the scallops and the filet mignon with the Gibson cocktails and fine dining of Red Pill Consulting. That's not me. That doesn't mean that Rich Cooper is, a, oh, and I offload some clients or Rich would offload some clients to me. I just have a different company. I'm more of the fast food type of thing where we're burning it. We're chumming it. We're, we're, I'm volume with a pretty good profit margin. Rich is not so much volume, but with a much higher profit margin. Doesn't mean either uh, a business model or individual is better or worse. If you're outsourcing it to a CPA, he may love doing personal taxes. He may love mm -hmm. doing extensions. They'll probably give him better service, even cheaper service. So people, it's all water, man. It's got to find its own level. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't take any guilt whatsoever about well, that. So, so this was the two things I felt a little guilty about. The first is that they, most of them were with me from the beginning, you know, like I've, I've been doing them for several years. So they kind of helped me get to where I am today. So I felt a little guilty about that. The other thing, which I haven't told you, which you just touched on, the guy who I referred them to is going to hike up the fees in a major way. Okay. Otherwise, he's not going to take them. So I did kind of screw him. But at the same time, they were getting a sweetheart deal for me for the last like three or four years. That's how it goes. And and this is another where you, you can't see. I just find it amazing uh, that you care about not these unnamed people. You've met them. You've seen them in person. But especially after this trip, you know, I've, I got the Magnificent Seven. I think I'm going to call them that the Magnificent Seven, where if I had to th sit and think about it, I really only give a shit about seven people. I'd have to think more like eight or nine if I go out on the on the East Coast and all that. I don't, I mean, not that I hate my clients. I wish them all the best, but I'm not chummy with them. Like, here's the advice. Thank you for the money. Half the damn mm -hmm. reason I charge is because then I don't care if they follow my advice or not. Mm -hmm. um, and it's it's the same thing. You weren't going to have a relationship with these people. No. Like, like, yeah, you know, it. I and you know what? What you find out in the long run, most people are are dicks. Most people just deserve it. I'm not to say that you should besmirch your clients and because they they help you get there, but I would definitely try not to lose sleep over it, even even have a slight pang. What about your old man? He must have had a, to get rid of some clients. Yeah, he was basically like you. He's like, look, if they're not working for you, <clears throat> which they weren't, just get rid of them. And I mean, I don't feel that bad. It was just hard to eventually do this because I felt some emotional attachment or obligation. But they're gone. Like I had to make the decision and I made it. So it's done. And now now you're off to bigger and better things. You, hey, <clears throat> think of this. You're going to be able to help more clients because you're not going to die 
of stroke or heart attack <laughs> because I mean, will how, how much time is this going to free up during your free your busy season? Are you going to only work forty hours a week? Well, it's going to clear up. It, not only does it clear up a lot of time, it, it kind of creates more men- mental energy for me to focus on the clients I really want to focus on, the people mm-hmm. with businesses. Because these these low fee ones were just like, they were like gnats. I would get busy with something that was important and meaningful and I'd get an email, so-and-so has uploaded their W-2. They are right. ready. So I was just like, I, I don't need this. And I kept it's- all my family and friends, just for the record. Now, here's, this is a good position to be in you might have a slight flank open but this is the um we're in a good position where we got to turn away work because if a recession ever hits not so much you i think you're inelastic i think uh people like your cigarettes or gas people got to get a cpa and do the taxes regardless uh but you kind of want to be in a position where you're turning away work because if a recession does hit then you know you're not going to starve but when times are good like this, yeah, man, you got to pick your most profitable clients and go with them. Well, and the, this is why I haven't. This is why I haven't written a real blog post in a while because right now the best, and I've been neglecting it for almost two years now. Uh, I'm dedicating most of my work towards writing this damn book because that's what I make most per hour over the 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 life term of of the book. So even asshole consulting, I was postponing a little bit. So there's there's absolutely nothing wrong going with the highest per hour profit in your business whatsoever. But but let me ask you this. This was the biggest hurdle I felt that was the hardest to like mentally overcome. Mm. Do you, would you rather, would you give up revenue that you're making in order to have more free time? Like, is that something, is that worth the trade off for you? All depends where you are in life, man. Like if, you know, where I could relate to, you know, take Cappy 20 years ago, which I think is the majority of our listening audience where you're this, uh, 20 something guy, you ain't got a lot of money. Uh, yeah, every penny counted. Now, you know, I have my house paid off. Uh, I'm a minimalist. I don't have a lot of expenses. Uh, now I can, you know, it's, it's the marginal utility. Do I gain from an extra hundred dollars or something like that? So yeah, it, it, it all depends, but you're more or less in the same situation as me. You don't have major expenses. You don't have student loan debts. You make adequate income. Um, I would not worry about, I got another guy, same guy whose little innocent six-year-old daughter stole my hat, stole it (laughs) right from underneath me. Um, he paid off his house today. Really? Yeah. I won't mention who or where, but he paid off his house today. Now this guy is hyper anal retentive. He makes more than adequate money. He's got insurance policies up the yin yang umbrella coverage, this and that, all this other stuff. And, and he, here he is telling me, oh, I don't know, man. You know, I might, I mean, the, what if I lose my job? Da, da, da. And I'm like looking, I'm like, dude, you're sitting on a wad of cash to cover your basic living. And, and he tells me he has a year and a half living expenses without using insurance or home equity line. I'm like, what are you worried about? Pay off your damn house. It was like one extra payment. And that $2,000 or whatever the mortgage payment was is totally inconsequential. Because he's played his cards all right. And you've done the same thing. I've done the same thing. There's So you could scale back. I mean, That's what I'm doing. Right. And you have to because now time is the more precious commodity, not money. When you're younger and you got more energy, yeah, money is the precious commodity, not time. Shit, it's the same damn reason why you – let me ask. Let's see if you can make this connection. Let's see if anybody else can make the connection here. Let's say – 
Old Capmeister gets single. You're single. A lot of your guy friends are single. Our friends in common are single. What is the best expenditure of our resources? I'm going to put it generally. All of our resources, what's the best way for us to get laid? The most efficient way. Probably prostitution. Seeking arrangement or a yeah. sugar daddy site as such. All right. Because now we don't have the living expenses and we make adequate money. It is not mm. worth our time yeah. to go fucking sit there, swipe right or left, whatever it is you kids do nowadays with your electrical doodaddery, and then go and take the L, an hour at least round trip, <clears throat> meet the girl at the coffee store, listen to her talk about whatever nonsensical bullshit other people put in her head that she thinks is valuable. Find out, oh my God, Chad, do you know that she likes traveling? I mean, you never see that. <laughs> Holy shit. You got the one girl in all the United States that likes to travel. Holy Does shit. she like to have fun? Would she prefer to either stay out or go in? <laughs> and her cats. And if you don't see me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. All that. All right. Big and, foodie. Yeah, big foodie. Right. And then you come back. And then there's another day. And, you're gonna, and then maybe, maybe she gives you a hand job on the fourth date. Unless your name is Vince. In that case, pussy's just raining from the sky. All right. But since we're not Vince, all right, you got to spend all this time. So forget it. It's totally worth your money. Here's the damn money. Come over here. Suck my dick. Now get the fuck out of here. As opposed to when you were younger and money was not, or not to mention your expenses were much higher and the money was not coming in. And then and, and you had excess time. Then you could go to the nightclubs and try and chat. Because your opportunity cost was $12 an hour or whatever. Well, the mental hurdle I was trying to get over, in addition to that stupid little guilt thing, was my mentality was you, you try to make as much as you can on your business. And then you try to beat that the next year and the beat that the next year. No, but I, I know I'm, I'm done with it. It's going to kill me to do that. That is, I, do you know the only reason I'd want millions of dollars now? Um, so you... I guess you wouldn't have to work anymore, right? I'd or... have to do it's labor. Like, because uh, this book I'm writing, it's going to do one of two things. Either it's going to go, eh, <clears throat> I wouldn't say flop, but it'll just be meh, another kind of, maybe not as good as Bachelor Pad Economics, or it might actually go like New York Times bestseller list. It's mm. that, I, there's a chance, let's put it this way, I wouldn't be surprised if it did. If it did, I'd be excited, but I'd say, yeah, there's like a seven, eight C percent chance that might have happened. All right. I've been looking it over. Well, if it also in Cappy's deluged with millions of dollars, huh. people ask, well, what would you do? You know what I do? I buy an old Mach 2 Mustang, or I'm sorry, Mach 1 Mustang, a 1972 Mach 1 Mustang, which is not all that expensive. I get a hoopty, I get a pimped out donk, Chevy Caprice Classic 1988, uh, you know, like 20 odd inch rims, whatever, big ass fucking rims. <clears throat> um, and I'm trying to think, what else was there? I'd have the re residual mortgage on the South Dakota place paid off. There'd still be multiple millions of dollars. And that's it. I would just wouldn't work. I'd buy time. Mm. And since you're a minimalist, I mean, what would you buy? I mean, that's ultimately what I figured out throughout this whole process. I really don't have a lot of wants and needs, right? frankly. So then why would you want to make more money? I mean, you don't want it to be on a terminal decline, but it's okay if it plateaus or goes down 2% because you were effing around. And I finally had to get over that stupid hurdle, and I think I talked myself into it. I had help from other people, including you, but mm -hmm. it's it's done. Yeah. Did it.
No, I, that's that's why you, you're perfectly fine because got news for you. You're half dead. You uh, do the math, right. right? You were half dead. Now, do you want to fuck around making more money working for the big four and having some fucking mm-hmm. boss? Or or do you want to like maybe hop on one of these things called planes and then you fly out and visit your buddy Clary and you go, hey, hey you know who else you should visit? Who? These are really cool people. You'd love them, although you, you've never seen them before. They're called your parents. They would love it if you'd actually go out to Santa Fe and visit them. I will be seeing them in a few weeks in Portland, Oregon. Oh. You're, yeah, we should do a stream from there again. No, that was you, funny. Oh, gosh. We, uh, we avoided that. We did the 101 driving up. So you never went through. You never went to nope. Portland when you were and, going and what minor. was funny is the same buddy of mine. He happened to be in Portland, and he sends me a picture of a condom that was used to have shit filled in it. Then he had another picture of it. He was running. And he started to smell some nasty stuff, and he took a picture of a guy who was trying to shit on the street, but he didn't Ugh. get his pats down all the way. And I'm like, yeah, I'm glad I took that detour. Fuck Portland, man. Not a big fan, but that's where. Basically, my whole family is going to be spending time at this point. So when they all get tuberculosis. You let me know. That'll be, <laughs> be fun. Um, super chats. Yeah, or... let's get through some super chats. You want to read sure. them off here? All righty. Ray John kicks it off with a $5 Canadian uh, statement. One of my female friends agreed to take my V card for a fee. I said two hundred dollars, but might increase to three hundred or four hundred. What are that's, your thoughts on that? That's fine. I mean, I'd I'd have her take an STD test, is what I'd do, frankly. Um, no, it's Canadian dollars, so <laughs> that's a steal. That's like forty three cents. Yeah, for real. It's like if she agreed to two hundred, you might as well just go for it. I look here's here's the deal with uh, Ray John. The amount of pain and agony he's had, the the number of hours he's worried about this. If you divide whatever he could spend four hundred dollars, you divide it by the thousands of hours he's hemmed and hawed over this. We're talking, you know, forty cents an hour. Um, I I would pay four hundred. I pay five. I pay a thousand. A thousand Canadian dollars. Get, it, get it out of the way. Way. Get it out of the way. But, you know, if she's like that, she's going to have to, uh, you're going to want to get a, an STD check. That's just old Capmeister. You ever well, do that? Force a girl like you're, you're about to date seriously? Like, yeah, you're taking an STD test. You ever do that? You know, what's funny. I've had them do that to me in the past. And, and I always, I never had a problem with it because I knew I was clean. And mm-hmm. frankly, I'd like to know if they're clean. Right. So no, I don't I, have a problem with that at all. Yeah, I, I was kind of, I got a lot of respect for women for that. I'm like, no, you get an STD test. We're all both getting it. And then she's like, oh, okay. And there was well, no I, like, don't you trust me? But this was many, many years ago. Well, I'm a very regular blood donor as well. So like, I'm always getting put through the gamut of really? tests and everything. Yeah. Why do you donate blood? Just because well, you're worried you're these... not going to have the money or what? Well, no, I have one of these like rare, more rare blood types. And so I learned early on that they're always looking for donors with my type of blood and it's near where i live they give you apple juice and orange juice and cookies at the end you know <laughs> like a little four-year-old hey you be able does it come in a little uh cardboard box it does. A little stuff? <laughs> It'll stop. But, but the other thing one of my serious answers is that i get to i get to virtue i get to act like i'm doing oh. something good and it doesn't take any time it just takes like yeah, 40 right. minutes you, then... you kept a bunch of liberals like that's the number one reason in minnesota i have the donor box checked i don't check i'm like fuck you the... no, don't 
No, <clears throat> when I'm in South Dakota, Rehabo, okay, but likely my organs would go to keep some leftist parasite alive. I'm like, fuck that. <laughs> <sighs> All um, right, nonstop, nonstop Trey, of Trey, the man. Um, evening, gents. Four percent of Cappy a hole. Hashtag Cappy ties. I think he's saying that I'm four percent of the asshole that yes. you are. That you're seems 4%. a little high. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I see you're ten. I mean, you're. See, but here's the other thing. I know, I know it's been a shock, you guys. I don't even show you the darkest side of me. Like, I am really cynical. Um, Do you show me privately? Or? No, no, I, I think because there's no reason. It's like telling everyone your problems um, when there's no real like solution. Or it's like, ah, here's my solution to this. And it's like, wow, that's pretty dark, you know, but that's logically, I don't even think there's any real emotion that goes into it. Maybe it's the absence of. Mm-hmm. of emotion and that's what truly makes you an asshole uh but you still have a care um you still feel bad about things so mm-hmm. uh, but anyway uh happy thanksgiving to uh dre i'm I yeah happy he's probably uh, uh uh what do you call them thanksgiving orphans oh yeah when you're in your 20s you're going to school or whatever finding your way and you couldn't go home all the time for thanksgiving cb i bet yeah. you're going to be a thanksgiving orphan right you're going over to our buddies i'm, I'm one right now yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm going over to uh our friend he has a good suggestion for you about South Dakota, but I mean, we can get to that later. What does he know so, about South Dakota? Um, I mean, I, <laughs> there's something I was telling him what you had been going through, you know, oh. trying to get stuff set up there. And he oh. thinks you ought to, I told him he probably already thought of this, but he texted me the term so I wouldn't forget it. I'll just say it right now. Let me All find right. it. I guarantee build, you've looked into this. Build before. a teepee. That's the cheapest thing. Um, what did he say? He said it's called modular or manufactured. Already homes. looked into it. You yeah. already looked. I knew that already you had. looked into it. I and knew dude, you had. Yeah. There are some sweet motherfucking looking ones. Like you think, cause you know, Wisconsin, Minnesota, you think it's like the trailer park. The, the ones I like the best looking ones I've wanted are these modular homes that are modern, but not 70s modern, that early 50s modern, sleek as fuck. And they're in the six hundred dollars to $800,000 range. So it's um, too much for you. Basically. Oh, way too. Oh, God, yeah. no. I wouldn't spend that much. Uh, the only way is, again, this book were to make millions of dollars. And then, then I'd be like, well, I got nothing else. Fine. But even then, I might have an issue because I'm like, okay, the other house I was going to build would be just fine. You know. $600,000 could go to help out a lot of guys. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's yeah. a lot of good you could do with that. And I'm not this charity. Let's just throw money at it. And, yeah. Oh my God, there's more illegitimate children. Uh, I didn't solve the problem. I'd be very precise with my donations. Um, can I, yeah, I did uh, look into that. Can I hit pause just because uh, it's been a half hour right before I got on here. I put my warm cans of beer in the fridge and I feel pretty good that they're adequately chilled that I can All start right, drinking ahead. one right now. Go All ahead. right. I'm on. Yeah, go ahead. Grab one. I'll be right back. All right. Uh, I do have to point out that uh, said one too many, uh, the on time master race. Thank you. said you are correct. You figured it out. People who are on time are a superior, a superior group of people. And I hate the people who brag about how they're always late. Those are the people. Just that is the number one thing. Just the number one. Like a herpes boil. If they're late, you don't want to go into business with them. So we got that there. Oh, there's Atham. Yes, Atham, I know. You weren't invited to this one. We got we have to 
And he does have to mail me uh, the the gift he got me. We won't tell Chad what that is. How far is Chad's office from his desk? He should have gotten the beer by now. His apartment isn't that big. Did you get a new apartment? No, no, this is the same one you've seen. Oh, okay. Because it seemed like the I'm like, where'd he go? <laughs> okay, so this is a fine Chicago um, style. This this is called Antihero Revolution Brewing Company. is fantastic, and this is one of their best. Six point seven ABV for those who are wondering. And I've I have never, an empty stomach. I've never heard of um, these uh, millennial microbrewer or craft brews like having like Rogue or revolution or the red star or being kind of like an underground thing. I, yeah. I think that's pretty cool and rare that they went with that. Cause I don't think any other, uh, micro brew has ever done that. No, like rogue has pretty much become available nationwide, but I mean, they haven't mass produced like oh. it's, it's, they create it in Oregon and it gets shipped out. Uh, it's really good. I know you're not a beer person, but rogue dead guy ale is phenomenal. Well, I just hope there's more edgy kind of like designs and beers. Mm-hmm. That the microbrew comes up because it's been pretty boring and and, and blah poo. I'm joking. I know it's it's <laughs> standard millennial bullshit. It's, it does taste really good, to be fair. Like all right, good. Is- no, I I agree with the microbrews. They they totally kicked the shit out of uh, Budweiser and Bush and Miller and all them for making their piss water. Um, I'm actually happy now when I see, it. but they're, so, they're just so commoditized, so standard. I like go in, I'm like, oh, can I get a can I get a pulled pork sandwich with coleslaw? <laughs> really? And a beer? Wow. Hey, look, you got copper sterns and I, it's got glass and I can see them. Holy shit. I should warn you, this uh, drunk Chad may start soon because I didn't really eat anything and I went for a long uh, gym session and Good. hey. There you go. Well, maybe it'll be, can't be any worse than DT drunk. I don't think I ever saw, well, I wouldn't have known. He's never on camera, but um, uh, anyway. Here's Atham. Don't worry, Cap. will give you a California hat. That's all right. You can you can leave. I have no desire to ever promote or have anything to do with California. I uh... my name today is dedicated to Atham. By the way, my whatever you call it here, screen name. What is your screen name? See Facebook. It? Oh, is he back in jail or did he come back out? I think he's been out there for a while because oh, we okay. can't we can't use the chat feature from what I understand. I know. I get a thousand Instagram messages. Instagram messages, yeah. yeah. And I also I ended up on this one with some of the characters in our chat here too. Mm-hmm. So I won't say who, but I uh yeah, that's that uh, you'll notice I'm not even on the social media. Not because I, I don't like Atham or you guys or anyone who I'm normally talking to on social media, but <clears throat> I've literally been driving across the country and then also writing. So I just I've been ignoring social media a lot. Uh, Nick Shulander, who you can find at nickshulander.com for all your digital marketing needs. Uh, happy Thanksgiving, gents. Can't stay too long. That's fine, Nick. You can download this episode. You guys got to hang. That's cool. Yeah, we did. Um we could download the episode. I think we're doing a service for a lot of people. They got to do their Thanksgiving drive. Oh, yeah. They get to listen to this. Yeah. Do you put these on SoundCloud? Uh, pretty much immediately. Sometimes if we go more than two hours, there's like a delay in which you can download and convert it to MP3. Uh-huh. Also, sometimes I'm just lazy. Last several podcasts, I didn't even do YouTube. I just recorded it from my phone because I was driving and bored. Cool. Um, but it, we got that there. The bearded is it Nemophilist or Nemophilus? I never know. Nemophilist. Nemo I like that. Nemo. <laughs> it's like finding Nemo. Finding Nemo. Five dollars. Happy Thanksgiving, gents. We'll have to check in later if you're still on Fatherhood Calls. 
Good to see you all back at it post road trip. Well, happy Thanksgiving to you too. Yeah, thanks, Bearded. You know, it's good yeah. to have you there. Um, he has a podcast. Damn it, I should have mentioned it. I think if you just search the Bearded number, I mean, how unique is that? Let's look this up. I know. I, I think we're friends on Instagram somehow. Yeah, but he sent me. Um, yeah, he's got a YouTube channel there. The the Bearded Nemophilist. Oh, cool. I don't know how, don't know how you how you botched that up. <laughs> Um, how many he's got oh wow he's got this is significant really well see i'm reluctant to link to hey can you link to my podcast and there's three episodes dude this guy bearded why didn't you say something before let me see if i can find it holy Um, cow he's got everything he's got booze he's got uh, tobacco and vaping think we looked did we not see this once before i thought we had no i don't think so 153. Oh, I definitely saw this one time. You did? Totally, okay. yeah. He goes back three years ago. Yeah. It looks like it does vape reviews. Uh, a lot of vape review. Uh-huh. Subterranean layer. And has he got other people? Okay, it looks like he does have like a, a, a podcast. <clears throat> I deserve a reward because I'm the best fuck you. Uh, cuck report. <laughs> Cuck report? Yeah. You know what? I think I'll go download a couple of these and tune in. Look, he's got a four-hour one, a two-hour one. The Subterranean Lair. That looks like to be his main flagship podcast. Yeah, I'm looking through these, too. Huh. So maybe, you know what? I will download that because I got to go to Wisconsin. You ever hear anybody in Illinois at the same thing? Oh, shit. I got to go to Wisconsin. Smoky Bublums, I know, is going to Wisconsin. How do you know she's going to Wisconsin? Are you still stalking her or you got like friends of friends that friends of friends? Because remember, I spent like until last year, I spent like four Thanksgivings in a row with her. Hey, remember that time I was out in the burbs and I I got on a live stream with you and I had to do it in the basement so she wouldn't find out. That was three years ago. (laughs) Thorny was on that. Remember? Oh, God, that was so long ago. But Mm -hmm. anyway, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to tune into the bearded nemophilist, nemophilist. I'll uh, check it out too. Yeah, and then you guys could download, and I sh- I will. I'll try and make sure that tonight I have the uh, podcast uploaded on SoundCloud for anybody that wants to uh, tune into it. <clears throat> Nonstop, hey, come- huh? Oh, just a quick question: Why didn't you guys go to Wisconsin together? Oh, she has her family in Wisconsin. I have my family in Wisconsin. Oh, okay. You weren't going to the same spot. Okay. No, no. Now my dad lives on the way to her place. Mm-hmm. family's place and so oftentimes i'm visiting my dad will carpool uh but then my mom lives completely different there should be a tax i swear to god there should be a tax on divorced parents that goes into the divorced kids funds to pay for extra gas because you got to like fly and travel instead of out and back you know i got it now i gotta do a triangle you know and then there's the they've they've been very good they've never said why do you visited your father on this thanksgiving it's my turn and they're <clears throat> on it but it's still a pain in the ass where it's like oh well know, at least they're know. in the same state right that's true yeah no i I, do, I certainly have it better than than a lot of other people where the moms you know a lot of a lot of boomer women went to california yeah, they did. I think I think they. If you're going to San Francisco, they remember that song, and for some reason they went there. Boomer women went to California. Gen X women went where? Chad. Gen X remember? women, New York City. New York City. Yeah. Because of. Uh, be, well, Sex in the City, right? Sex in Is the that city. What there you go. Where do millennial <sighs> girls go? 
bitch. All the liberal shitholes. Grad school. Uh, Portland's maybe Seattle. Port, yeah, that's about when, when I think of millennials, I think of the Pacific Northwest. No offense to some of the ones in the chat. No, no, but that's not predominantly women. That like there was never a cultural poll. Like I remember in the eighties, a lot of the gals wanted to go to L.A. and Hollywood because they're going to become stars. Uh, internationally, I knew a lot of gals also want to go to Paris. I want to go to Paris. It's like, dude, it's Paris. There's a fucking ass at the end of it. We liberated it twice. Now fucking call it Paris like a goddamn American. So somebody had a good point. Austin's become a big thing for um, yeah. millennials. Austin's yeah. become like the next um, well blue part of Texas that they're going to multiply like a cancer. No, no, they're not going to. Millennials don't breed. Trust me. I saw the data. They don't breed. And if they do, they do a shitty job of it. Um, Nonstop Dre. Um, I'm six foot one, 195 pounds, toned in good shape. Slim college girls keep on trying to sleep with me while I'm studying computer science and it's annoying. What do I do? Oh, poor you. <laughs> remember, remember Marcus Brown? When he- yes, Sergeant, or what do we call him? Um, Oh, Space Marcus. Space, yeah, that's the one. Space right. Marcus. Well, when, yeah. when we, I, when I hung out with him one time when we met up, he's like, "Oh, I, I'm tired." I'm like, "Why are you tired?" Oh, a girl stopped over. I'm like, "Oh, that's too bad." Yeah, mm. they keep stopping over. I'm like, "What do you mean they keep stopping over?" Well, all these girls keep stopping over, and, and they want to see me and have sex with me. And I'm like, "Are these good-looking girls?" Yeah, but it's kind of getting tiring. I'm like. You poor boy, Marcus. I do you need a therapist? Do you need me to you these these girls just don't respect you. A grown man isn't safe anymore. And he he doesn't <laughs> it shows here's a, you here's a candle for your vis right. for your vis, whatever you call it. Yeah. Anything like vigil. <laughs> anything you think is great, you'll get sick of if you get too much of it. Chocolate ice cream, flying F-16 fighter planes, and now tail. And yeah, mm. nonstop Dre. I'm sorry, man. All these girls trying to sleep with you. Oh, that's that's tough. That's He's in really college, tough. so you know they yeah. get a little nutty there. So be careful. I don't know. I'm just surprised. Slim college girls. I I don't see slim college girls when I go on college campuses. I see dumpy fat ones. Although I don't know, nonstop. He's over in um. He's in New York, and there is a surplus of females in New York City. Yeah, but they all have weird mental things. Well, who yes, I'm sure nonstop really cares about their mental condition when he's about to plow them. Honestly, I would, considering so the way they well. cry wolf on some things. <laughs> That's you. Uh, uh, it's either is nows or I snows. But, I like uh, I snows. I snows. Uh, 556. Cappy, what's a good business idea for me to make the money <laughs> Become a woman with big tits and go online. That's what I would do. Mic drop. I think that's the best answer. That's about it. Anyone be could a have said. Be a hot be, female. Be, at, pretend you're conservative so you fool all these other dudes. Right, the, right. Go be, you know, like you're into guns. Millennial like Millie whiskey. or whatever her name is. Yeah, be mm-hmm. Millie. She's still a thing. Those, those conservative thoughts dropped off the thing, didn't they? I think men started kind of waking up and realizing that they were not real conservatives you know right millennial millie millie weaver a couple of them got married Brittany something petty bone Bone got married lauren southern uh quit i know yeah she She quit quit. yeah here she is reporter and journalist at millennial millie on youtube proud christian proud american uh and she has one hundred twenty thousand followers 
Are you on Twitter or YouTube? No, I'm gonna. I want to. I'm on her Twitter. I'm just gonna see no. if she posts one picture of herself and see how many of the fucking cucks and the desperate guys are like, "Oh, you're beautiful. You're wonderful." She used to be on a bunch of those Alex Jones things, but I guess yeah. he got taken off. So I don't know what happened to her. I'm sure, she's doing just fine. Uh, okay, I don't care. So God, this is good beer. Mm. That's how you make the money. You be a cute chick with big tits and you spout guy stuff. That's all you have to do. <laughs> Dre has another good question. Hang on. Let me scroll down. Where's Dre? <laughs> is it bad that I tire girls out in bed easily? No. No. What what what, what why? He was a Marine. Didn't they talk shit in the Marines? Don't don't you kind of like, even if you never had an older brother, by the time you come out of the Marines, you know this shit? Like you're yeah. bragging about how long and how long you can last? Bit of a humble brag there. Yeah, but right, yeah. Is it bad that every chick wants to suck my dick? That's a... I'm just having problems handling that. Uh, well, all right. I missed. I missed. Uh, I missed the twenty. Well, I missed a bunch. No, no, no. That's down there, dude. You didn't miss that. Like we're or, still no, going I... in order. Hang on, now stop, Dre. Oh, there it is. Oh, yeah. just updated. Holy shit. God darn it. You know, Streamlabs is so great, but they really got to learn. Just keep keep it consistent on strolling. Go ahead. Uh, Troy Costalecki. Hey, Troy. Uh, $5. Portland, San Francisco, and LA are the three best cities to live in. You don't even need to own a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly for Portland. <laughs> Seattle's the same way. I just, Seattle. Did I avoided all of Seattle. Were you in Seattle at all, or did you just kind of? Yeah, I, I kind of nicked it. Dropped the GF over at SeaTac. She mm. flew back, and then I went off to visit uh, TJ at TJMartinell.com. I think so, they're doing a stream right now, actually. Are they? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is Wednesday. Maybe we go crash those assholes. When we're done here, sure. Yeah, when we're done here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We go over there. That's it. All right. Uh, Ray John, $5 Canadian. We love our Canadian. Wait, wait, wait. Where'd you go $9 to Ray John? No, no, oh, five, five. five. Yeah. There's Troy. There's Ray John. All right. Yeah, five dollars Canadian. Single moms are for gentlemen only. I bought a T-shirt that says "Stretch Mark Lover." Uh, okay. Uh, no. Don't I'm at a loss that. for words, but don't. Don't. You do you. That. You do yeah, you. Do you. <laughs> See what happens. See if that's the quickest way to get your tires slashed and your car keyed. Eric Corey. <laughs> Chet Falcons. Falcons. <laughs> What yeah. would the platform be? Eric Corey and Chet Felkins. <laughs> you should look in my phone. I'm Chet Felkins. You can be Eric Corey again. You used to text me. She would see it and be like, oh, Eric Corey. Whatever. Eric Corey. Right. <laughs> any any reports from Cuddlewookums? Any good news? Like she getting fat or any other other standard stuff we could expect? Or has she just gone back to her beta provider and, and it's that's the the chapter has ended, the sun has set, and now like What's his name in Space Cowboys? He just goes off in outer space on that linear trajectory to infinity. <laughs> I don't really have any interesting anything interesting to report, except when um, me and our buddy were at the hockey game last night. Mm -hmm. I, I saw her nieces, like we in really? a stadium that large. I saw her nieces. Oh, okay. But fuck all. I wasn't going to say anything. Oh God, no, like, no, oh, no, hey. no, no, no. <laughs> Yeah, you just it's it's like an STD that you can get by contact. You just yeah, no, no, no. no. I just like to hear people suffering. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
all right. Uh, oh, here's the $20 Canadian one. Hang on, get uh, to that. All right. Cause and effect. Happy American Thanksgiving, gentlemen. Longtime fan. Finally able to catch you guys live. Keep fighting the good fight. Enjoy all the sports ball over the next few days. Well, thank you. Do we got thank a lot you. of sports ball in the next few days? Well, typically with Thanksgiving, there's NFL games. Football, right. Okay, there's a yeah. football game. And then Friday and Saturday is big on the college football deal. So it's a lot of football. American football. Good. Um, okay. Does Canada that- get like any residual celebration? It's a good question. Because, like, I know, I know they don't. That's not the Canadian Thanksgiving. But do they kind of like, yeah, the Americans are, you know, like our supplier south of the border won't be open, so we might as well take a half day, and you know, it gives them an excuse to take a day off, maybe. I, I do like their Thanksgiving. Sure, didn't have a lot of fanfare. It's just kind of like okay. So I think ours is emphasized a bit more. All right, scrolling. So we're caught up, and I wanted to know, up. like, this right. is. You're running this show, but would you like to see any T-shirts? Yeah, show the T-shirts that the guy gave us. Hang on, I gotta turn this thing off so we get out. So the background story is: um, fan sent us some T-shirts. A fan sent us some T-shirts. He, I I got them today when I went in my office. He he found my um, office address because it's on my webpage or whatever. And he sent us a bunch of T-shirts, and Clary hasn't seen them yet, but some of them are pretty cool. Pretty cool, yeah. Let's see. Yeah. Them. I'll show we'll put them All up. right, I got them right here. If anybody wants to send us like hundred dollar bills, so we can see what those look like, you can mail some to me or Chad. Ma- mail them to me though. So this is this is the front. Uh, I'll try to. It's it's black. Oh, there you it's go. Black. Yeah, I'm trying to get it so you can see what it says. Can you it's see what it says? About the Vikings. Vikings. Yeah. He got this one for you because you're a Vikings fan. Oh, yeah. I'm a huge Vikings fan. Yeah. But the back is like with most of these shirts, the back are what's cool. Can you see that? No, Uh, move it to your right. Now back it up. Back it up a little bit. There you go. Left. Can you see? Victory or Valhalla. Yeah. And it's a cool design. Like with the F-15s on there. No, those are those. Yeah, those look like F-15s. In the letter. he Or 18s. I can't tell. Well, in the letter, he included descriptions for all of Oh, them. all right. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right, what else we got? All right. The next one is... He sent us duplicates of a couple, but this one, it's got the airplane um, It's like a transport C-135. Well, check out the back. He thought you would get a real kick of... Or some of, our, some of the people in here would get a kick out of this one on the back. Can you even airlift <laughs> the airlift wing? What's the what's the badge? What's the the squadron number on the donkey's shoulder? Was it say? It says like the hundred eighty first or something like that. What is 20, it? Twenty second airlift. Twenty second airlift. Yeah. Wing. Okay. Right. right there. Yep. Okay. Right. So they got a donkey. All right. So the next one. Okay, this is a duplicate, I believe. Yeah. This next one I think is pretty cool. This might be my favorite one of um of the shirts so the front it's got the old air oh yeah the old meatball in the center of the star what is that that looks like an f-15 up close no that's an f-18 it looks like no that's the f-22 well the back is what's really oh yeah there you go there's the 22 yeah yeah oh no that's a 35 wait a minute which it's got a double air intake does the f-35 have a double air intake? i guess so it only has one exhaust one engine 
Wake Island. I have a no. He was in Guam. Never mind. Okay, cool. Okay. So he sent two of these, one for each of us, and uh, this last one might actually be a duplicate. Let's see. No, that's the same one. So yeah, he he got uh, two of each shirt, one for you, one for me. So I'll keep him here for you, unless you want me to send them to you. Yeah, it's a, keep them there for me, or send them down. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. I might be coming. Save you the save you the money on. But on I want to. I want to hold on. I won't mention his full name, but I want to just, um, I'll, I'll be right back. One second. All right. <laughs> I wonder what he's getting his name. Jim. 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 Are you, you went to get his name. Well, I left the letter like <laughs> over there. So, um, thank you so much, Jim. Seriously. That was really cool. Thanks really for the shirts, cool. man. Yeah. That's kind of neat. Um, you want to take a break with your beer? Do you have to hit the can or anything? Because I got some uh, sure. articles that are okay. Let's take a break real quick. Everyone, take a piss or something, then I'll come back. I might. Uh... All right, guys. Any requests for songs? You know what? Let me get a coffee. Let's take a good two, three minute break. Two minute break. Some co- yeah, it's gonna be a bit. So everyone, take some good break. All right. All right, you guys. Right. I'm gonna stay here if you want me to sing. I don't see any requests. You're on the couch hitting up my phone. You don't want to go out, but you don't want to be alone. None of you guys probably like uh, country music. Not a huge fan, but they do have some catchy songs. Sing Fly Me to the Moon, Chad. Roll with the Changes. Crap, I don't know the words to some of these. Um, Just a small town girl. Going oh, Chad, please sing This Is A Man's World. That'd be, <laughs> that'd be a tough one. This is a man's world. Some other ideas. I karaoke'd recently, and I actually got a pretty good response for the song I did. You guys ever, you might be too young, or some of you are probably too young for this. <laughs> Michael Bolton had this song. It's so like cheesy and catchy, but it's very easy to karaoke. You know that song, how can we be lovers if we can't be friends? Like that's actually a pretty damn good karaoke song because everybody gets into it. I mean, everybody makes fun of Michael Bolton, especially after that movie Office Space. But yeah, they go nuts over that song. Purple Rain. Purple Rain. Hmm. I would need the lyrics for that one. Let's see. Wow, I'm getting a lot... Three of you said Purple Rain, so I'm going to see if I can find the uh, lyrics to it. Purple Rain lyrics. Oh, that uh, I'm not going to sing that. You Hungry Eyes. <laughs> that takes me back. Sweet Caroline. Do, do, do. Oh, I forgot the words. Fuck. So good, so good, so good. I'm feeling fine. Ba, ba, ba. I never Chanel knew the words. Yeah. gay singing that song. Uh, oh, uh, I got the voice. You got I, it? Dude, I went karaoke. We did karaoke a few nights ago. So oh, yeah? Was there any yeah. alcohol involved, maybe? Oh, <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> Remember that picture that came up on Facebook 
I usually don't like the, hey, your memories, this happened two, three years ago. And then three years ago, there's you and me at the at the, the oh, golden yeah. nugget. And like, oh, that's when you first God. were introduced to Rumplements. Oh, my God. Yeah, I am <laughs> threw up in the in the fucking golden nugget. It was that bad? Yeah, man. You were like, wow. I'll, I'll buy I'll buy you breakfast. I'm kind of like, no, 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 no. And you're like, y'all, let me get you something. So all I could handle was like a couple of scrambled eggs. Wow. <laughs> I, was like, I, didn't, I didn't know it was that bad for you. Holy Yeah, God. that picture, yeah. man. That was when I was really ready to. I was, <laughs> I was a little slow that day, but it wasn't that bad. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't mean No, that. no, it was great. You had to drive somewhere, but I can't remember where. Did I? Day. Yeah, I you was were wondering you were on my way. on my way out or back. Um, <clears throat> there are some real interesting articles. <clears throat> do you want to hear about? Oh, what do we want? The first HIV positive sperm bank. Uh, do you want to hear about drinking mommies? That sounds more. That sounds better than an HIV sperm bank. I well yeah, and then do you want to hear about a fake school that was created to arrest uh, illegal immigrants? <laughs> There's some crazy stuff going on. I got a, I got just a happy story, although kind of a melancholy story. We want to leave with that because because the rest of them are just going to be shaking your head and wishing uh, you didn't. I guess. Would you rather feel sad later or feel sad now? Yeah, let's feel sad later because um, this is kind of close to my heart. Uh, the last Mount Rushmore carver has died at 98. Wow, 98. Yeah, I didn't even know there was, because wasn't Mount Rushmore like 1910? I thought like, it was how after, long was it carved for? I thought it was after that, but I mean, I'm not up to speed on this stuff. Hang on, when is Mount Rushmore carved? I thought it was like the very early single digits. Oh, 1927. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. <clears throat> oh, here it is. Began between 1927 and finished in 1941. I did not know it was that new. So it does make sense that he there would be some carvers alive. I thought it was like in the 1910s that thing was made. Where did you find that story? Uh, it was just on CNN. The last remaining member of the team that carved Mount Rushmore National Memorial died on Saturday, according to mm. his wife. Don Nick Clifford worked on Mount Rushmore from 1938 to 1940. Dude, had I known these people were alive, I would have like gone and got his autograph or something. Like the the wind talkers, I think they're all dead. I think all the red tails are dead. And this guy wasn't related to World War II, but something like that is this is pretty cool. Well, that was my next question. It was like when he was done working on it, did he end up going off to the war? Because 1940 and then 41. Um, yeah. Um, it might be listed here. Uh, according to the self-published book that he wrote with his wife, Carolyn, they were married for more than 45 years. What's the name of his book? I'll give him a shout out. Maybe his widow can Mount Rushmore questions and answers. Don Nick Clifford. Um, see, now here's the problem with these old timers. When they write a book, they've never heard of Amazon. <laughs> and so oh, the self-publishing. Yeah. They know. And so you got to purchase it. And yeah, it's all literally self-published. Um, if his wife's wife is listening, she should um, put that on on Amazon and actually make some real money. Uh, Clifford celebrated his 98th birthday in July. Her husband was one of almost 400 workers between 1927 and 1941. He used jackhammers and dynamite to carve the 60-foot-tall heads of Presidents Washington, Jefferson, Roosevelt, and Lincoln into the side of a mountain. 
Clifford got the job as a teenager because he knew how to use a jackhander, a hammer from his time working in the mines. Well, now, Chad. Yeah. Two, two observations about that. Things liberal arts majors can't do, and <laughs> most millennials didn't get jobs until they were 26. He, as a teenager, was already gainfully employed because he had STEM and trade skills. Just want to mm. point that out. Uh, so where is from there? Did I miss it? Just out of curiosity. No, I, I haven't gotten to it. Um, <clears throat> wonderful man. Crews work long and dangerous hours. Clifford spent a lot of time at Mount Rushmore in summers, chatting with visitors and signing copies of his book. Um, KOT or uh, he may have lived in the area of Mount Rushmore. Oh no. Uh, I guess he's, he retired to Arizona. Oh, I guess he was out there. I'm just going to another article. So, um, there you go. That was, that was the happy part. I, I mean, sad, sad to see him go, but an American great, a piece of American true culture there kind of, kind of left off, uh, left Nin us there. 98 is a good age to live to. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I tip my hat to him for, for putting together Mount Rushmore. Uh, <laughs> choose your poison. Now you want to hear about women drinking themselves to death? Cause they ain't got no kids. I mean, that always gives me the warm and fuzzy. It, it is. That's going to make us more happy because it's what's, what's it called again, Chad? Chad I never say it right. Schadenfreude. Well, what's Schadenfreude, but I call it. <laughs> I might go see the Joker tonight. I might. Really? I saw that. I, I um, might go see it, but I want to what the what? Uh, what do we all have? Let's say you're all making lots of money paying 40, 50% taxes, and the women's keep voting socialism and to take rights away and take your guns enjoy away. Enjoy the decline. Not the decline. No, that's the book. When, when Marxists and leftists get everything they want in the political world, mm -hmm. but it comes at the cost of their sanity, their personal life, their love mm -hmm. life, and their, their, their true life. What do we call it? Justice. Justice. But we call it enjoy the. It's not decline. Jesus enjoy. It's not, this, it's not. This I've is never it. heard this you is say essentially this. Essentially, you have. I guarantee enjoy you the have. show. Enjoy the show. Okay. It's a I, show for us. Uh, the celebrity hunk, uh, sassed one too many, uh, pointed that out in the chat. So I didn't enjoy guess. the show. This is the ultimate enjoy. Well, not the ultimate enjoy the show. <clears throat> Um, hang on, let me. That's depressing. So they don't have any kids, and that's why they drink. I'm well, guessing. that's what I'm going to talk about because it's not as clear cut as that. This was on the uh, Daily Mail, which always likes to paint it like they're the ones that I think they even go get one of their own writers, who's a you know fifty some year old woman, to say, "I went to the Middle East, and the man took all my money. He said he was in love with me." It's it's too scripted. But the Daily Mail is that the one, the British one, or is that? A yeah, American it's one? a tabloid. Ninety percent yeah. of the time, it's it's either wrong or completely skewed. The comments are always very interesting. <laughs> the comments articles. are right, but this is true. I, I went to a different place, and there there was a study. Mommy drinking is on the upswing, but women without children still drink more. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go, ladies. What you wanted on a silver platter, and you're all doing it's everything. Wanted everything you you're just not you know, we're gonna drink. This is gonna get depressing. <laughs> no, it's not. No, no, it's gonna be happy. It's vindication. It's a show for us. This is what the Lord hath given to us. That's true. To enjoy. Um, 
Men and women are continuing to increase binge drinking regardless of parenting status, according to the latest study at Columbia University Mailman School of Public Health. Men and women are with children reported consistently lower levels of binge drinking than those without children, and men without children consistently report the highest levels of binge drinking overall, yet nearly all groups increased binge drinking in the past decade. The largest increases in binge drinking were reported among women ages 30 to 44 without children, from 21% reporting binge drinking in 2006 to guess what percent? So one in five, 2006 seems like yesterday, but that's 13 years ago. So Mm -hmm. one in five women between 30 and 44 would binge drink. Guess what they're up to now? 50%. Close. 42. 42. 42. Feels low to me. I don't know. See a lot of. Uh, uh... Researchers were interested in the phenomenon of mommy drinking and whether women who were parents were in fact showing different or increased drinking behavior. They studied trends in binge drinking and heavy drinking among 239,000 adults, ages 18 to 55, National Institute of Health Surveys, for da 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 da. They then tested whether binge and heavy drinking were increasing, decreasing, or mostly unchanged among men and women according to parenting status and age. Results were also based on responses to the question. Heavy alcohol use is defined as binge drinking at least five times in the last 30 days. So drinking, drink- yeah, drinking at all or just drinking a lot in one Well, then period? everyone's a binge drinker. Forgot. Yeah. I'm- heavy alcohol use is defined as binge drinking at least five times. Oh, you binge drink one and a quarter times a week. Okay, so if you went on a binge five times in 30 days, that's heavy alcohol use. Binge drinking is measured as any occasion of having more than five drinks during the past two weeks. I mean, lots of people do that. That seems a little... That's a lot. Well... I probably binge drink once every two or three weeks, you know? Yeah, I, I was definitely a binge drinker. But hell, tonight might even be one. That is a lot. No, no, no. Heavy alcohol use. Um, More than five beers, I'm guessing. Is that what they said? No, no, no. Okay, here's what it is. You're a heavy alcohol user if you have binged five times in a month. Okay? And binging is any occasion when you have five drinks uh, or more in the past two weeks. So, like, if you... So they almost kind of co-describe one another, but you got to have five, five. You have to have five instances where you drink five drinks or more. Does that make Mm. any sense? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That, yeah, I was definitely heavy alcohol use for a while, but now if, if that's the definition, not all the time. Um. It's a strange definition to me. Yeah, well, I'm sure they got their reasons. Mm. Uh, despite wide cre- widespread increases in binge drinking, heavy drinking declined or remained stable for all groups with the exception of older women ages 45 to 55 without children. Ooh, this one's going to hurt. See, now this is what's so amazing because I was – I don't have – the 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 network i don't have enough feelers out there i don't know for a fact i was getting data that indicated to me that women really actually didn't want to have children and really didn't want men in their lives and this was a a debate i was trying to go through in my head to figure out because if women really don't want to have kids and they don't want men in their lives and now they are free from both because of government 
programs and they can work and all that other stuff that has huge ramifications for men and how they expend their time. Because the number one thing men are going to spend their time, money and resources on is what Chad? Uh, getting laid. Right. But if women don't want you, which is what I was starting to, I was like, now nah, it's genetics. It's biology. Women all want to get married and have kids, or at least most of them do. But you got to admit, in the past 10 years, the anti-male, we don't need no man. I mean, it was always there in the background. Be like, oh, that's just a pissed off boomer feminist. Mm. But now you look at these millennials, you're like, wow, these gals really don't want men. Mm. Uh, and they're certainly competitive. They certainly view us as, as the competitors in the real world. Some of them are adversarial and hate us. And then it, it, then that it was so universal so cacophonous and consistent that I'm like, wait a minute, what if my premises is wrong? I always want to make sure I'm right. And so it started to dawn on me, especially when that article came out or that research paper came out where women were surveyed to find out they were happier without children and without men. Do you remember that? It was like no more than three, four months ago, right? Yeah. Okay. So you're looking at that like, okay, let's say this guy was right. Let's say for once a social science doctorate or researcher wasn't fabricating the data that would explain it women had been oppressed all this time they never really wanted to get married they never really wanted a husband but because in caveman days they had to please this guy they were essentially slaves to the guy and now that that's no longer the case now this is just women with their natural default state of we don't need men we really don't we don't want children then this comes out and puts it puts it wrong. It puts it back to what we thought it was before. Gals without kids, gals without getting married, having a husband, you're miserable. You're drinking yourselves. Yeah. Now, there's also the argument that we're making more money now than 2006. Oh, no, 2006 was booming too, wasn't it? Yeah, that was before okay, the Okay, so big... that's why that, I thought it was like recession. No, it wasn't. So, yeah, this is, you know, we're starting to eliminate all the sociological alternative variables, and it looks like Maybe you gals really actually do need to have a kid. Maybe that is the most important thing. Maybe having a guy around is my, no matter what. And, and it, it is an amazing testament. Again, I'll say it again. Just how brilliantly and successfully feminist leftist Marxists got women to believe that they didn't need men. They didn't need children. That their career was the most important thing. And now it comes out here. Now it comes out in the end where, where the drinking is up. See, you know some of these guys i'm talking about guys i know some older guys you know they're not with women but they don't get lonely because they have their hobbies they enjoy spending time on things that they're right. passionate about I'm telling you i've never seen this in an older woman like i've never seen them truly be able to be on their own and not be there, miserable there is a lot to be said for the stunting effect on development when all of the world bows at your feet because they want your pussy Mm. I know this sounds crass and it's simplistic, but it's true. Uh, that pussy pass really, I mean, for all of its benefits, money, access, easy life, and having an easy life, you're never forced to sharpen and hone your skills or to develop oneself internally to have merit and value unto yourself. Um, guys, it's the opposite. Life is incredibly hard to them at first. You got no resources. You got no money. You're not established. Go fuck yourself. Uh, and especially, you know, I'd say boomer men on. 
uh, have been acutely reminded that they are not needed. And it has become increasingly more and more difficult not only to attain a family, but maintain one before you know, the divorce bomb hits. So men have, you know, it's like going to the gym. Uh, women have everything given to them. They have the weights lifted for them. The Oh, yeah, we'll add late or we'll add weights, but in an affirmative action way, we just pointed, uh, painted 45 pounds on each dumbbell. It really is just styrofoam. So they never actually build up their strength. They never uh, build up a character. They never have to look inward towards themselves. But man, that's it. Like, fuck you. Society doesn't need you until you start making some of yourself. We don't want to have anything to do with you. Men are lifting the full weight. Sometimes people are pushing down on it if you consider affirmative action. And that forceful, pressurized environment, and I've, I've said before, it'll turn iron into steel, coal into diamonds. You will come out different and stronger and more interesting and character-wise than before. So then when you get through that and you start making your now you have much more of a base, much more of an anchor of who you are and what you're, you're, you're and you're just wiser that you had, you were forced to develop hobbies, if not to attract other women, just to be self-entertained because no one else is really going to, gals, once they're on this trajectory of thinking, oh yeah, this is the way it is. Even when they hit the wall, they're still in this delusional world and they never are forced to actually, and then they got all the world to keep lying to them through the ladies' magazines and people who want them to vote Democrat and all that, that they keep the facade up until they're dead. So it's not a surprise to me that women tend to lag. It's not the, the completely absent of it. You'll find some industrious women. But especially good-looking gals, they got nothing. Are you, ever, you ever meet an old woman who at once was a good-looking gal, like a 58-year-old woman who was hot when Prince was around? It's either Rich Cooper or Rolo. This, he said it really well about what you're talking about. Mm-hmm men's job in life is to create their own value and women's job is to preserve theirs. Does that make sense? It makes um, sense. But it, but it does, it says nothing about women taking action because they're never forced to, to go yeah. on this hero's journey and become a hero. You know, for going from Luke Skywalker, Oh gee, shucks out. Oh, I didn't want to do that. To now he's fighting Darth Vader. Very few women go on that path. Yeah. Um, and in, and I remember in the olden days, you could see this olden days, God Almighty, the eighties and the nineties, the fat, ugly gals were actually nice. There now you, any of them. No, there's now they're just now they have the excuse like big is beautiful. There's not even that thing to fuck because usually you'd say, okay, the gal was ugly, but she had a nice personality, or she was overweight, but she was really smart and was an engineer or an accountant or something. Now you ain't even got that because every excuse, every reason not to lift that weight has been removed from them. And that just destroys character in the long run. I mean, I, <clears throat> I hate to give him a compliment because he's a no good, dirty Mexican, but <laughs> Atham did not have an easy life. There's a reason he's almost as interesting and a good looking as me you know, <laughs> because he, he's gone through some shit. Uh, but yeah, just, you know, I could see it now that, you know, now what are they going to do? Are they going to say, oh, maybe I was wrong, have some deep epiphany and I'm going to stop drinking and, and get on with, or maybe spend time with nieces and nephews. No, they're not. Um, different. Does it say anything about antidepressants in there? Or is it just? Oh God, no! I got enough data when I pulled yeah. the the <sighs> boomers. All of them, male and female, are just they're taking more legal drugs than any generation before them, and in part because drugs are being offered now. Uh, they weren't, you know, and we've created and discovered whole new diseases. 
Um, but the boomers were the undisputed champions in all drug use that included illicit, but the millennials are hands down the biggest legal drug users. You throw in Adderall, antidepressants, and uh, stimulants, and Ritalin, and maybe Ritalin. Yeah, they they just they own it. They just own it. Hmm. Um, but I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm glad this is happening. <laughs> uh, why am I not going to try and point out a path or a solution to the women who are drinking heavily? Why will I not do that? Because they're not going to listen to you anyway. Not going to listen. Even though I am trying to help them, I will be called a what? Asshole, misogynist. Misogynist. Uh, you know. Because when you try and help somebody of a different race, creed, color, plumbing than you, you're obviously an ist. Who hurt you? Who hurt me? <laughs> <laughs> I love the response. I, I, was it, was it, uh, oh God, was it Donovan Sharp? He says, a lot of women hurt me. That's why I don't trust you. Fuck off. It was, it was true. It's like, who hurt you? A lot of gals did. That's why, that's why I'm this way. This, this, I didn't choose this. It wasn't an option. This is a response to some empirical stimuli in the environment. And you're damn right. What's that supposed to mean? Who hurt you? Is it like uh, only I got bad luck? <clears throat> Like I only got stood up once and I took that one thing and then every other girl's like, no, the consistent behavior among the women in my past was dishonest, lying, sometimes cheating and uh, not meritocratic. It was, it was very, it was not acceptable. I, I have every right to have this position. It's a patronizing thing. Like, Ooh, who hurt you? You know, it's. It used to be someone had mommy issues. I think that's gone away. I don't think they use that anymore. Yeah, they've Somebody replaced has that. Mom, They've replaced it with, you must be an incel who can't get laid. Oh, that's what you must have. Small dick. They still use small dick. Do they? (laughs) It's like the Nazi hunters. You know, the Israelis that went after the remaining Nazis, of which I don't even think there's any all that much left. You know, you you go up to the, you know, Herschel, the agent, finally finds, you know, Gustav, the Nazi guard in Mm. Dachau. And it'd be like the Dachau guard going like, who hurt you? It's like, ah, a lot of people did. Uh, So I got legitimate reason for this. (laughs) Oh, uh, so there is that. What we got? Any more super chats? Are we good? Oh, we got a few. Uh, let's go back up. Let's go back. See, what was the last one we did? Oh, we did the, uh, oh, that was a, we got some good ones here. I Hang missed, on. missed these. Yeah, it's, uh, no, uh, I got, I got, hang on, hang on. I got StreamYards is doing its thing again where I'm completely lost now. All right, there's Renegade Show. Wait, no. That's... no Noah Acosta's like right before that. Is that the first one then? Yeah, $2. Okay, $2. Noah. Going, Going to buy, to buy a, a Fitbit. Do you like it? Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I got mine right here. Um, finally uh, got some more working out in and my blood rate is down below uh, fifty be- or four, uh, 60 beats a minute. So that's good. Should I... Everything, your health, everything good now? We're not... Finally, yeah. I know you guys aren't... Maybe everyone's sick and tired of hearing it. Not only do I not have any cancer or anything wrong with my liver or any of my innards, whatever that feeling on the side was is completely gone. Oh, good. Yeah. So even when I work out, it's not there. Almost get 100%. I'm fully convinced it was stress. Um, Then, like, the first day... I had a full recovery. I hiked Black Mountain, even posted it on different social media because Black Mountain's kind of like my test mountain if I can make it up. 
Usually I only take one break. I took three, but I still got on top of it, came back down perfectly fine and healthy. I'm like, hey, I'm fully recovered. No side, no nothing. I get a cold the next day, and I had a cold for a week and a half driving across the country, which is exacerbated uh, not so much by TJ's apartment, which is freezing cold, (laughs) but he had a heater in the room, so that was all right. I did get some good sleep there. But then I went, you know, Rob, Rob says, Salt Lake City, yeah. Rob says.net. You can go check him out. He's got his podcast. So I'm going to hang out with Rob. 16 hour drive from Leavenworth to Salt Lake City. I'm physically taxed. I'm beat. I'm losing my voice. Pulling. Rob's got two cats. I'm like, oh, I shot red, coughing, hacking. Um, And it wasn't until I got to Deadwood a week later that I'm fully recovered. And so now voice is good sides everything is okay uh no it's all good it's you back good. to running at all or still i ran four miles yesterday did just mm-hmm. fine good uh, but i haven't hit the gym i I really got to work on the book is what i got to do so I'm, I'm doing that but you'll see me uh yeah if you're on fitbit of which several campy capites are um yeah we can all compete and you'll see i'm i'm not doing that great but i'm doing about eight thousand miles uh, eight thousand eight thousand steps a day which is not really working out, but it's some exercise. Renegade show. Awesome. Thanks for the 20 bucks. Yeah, dude. man. 20 bucks. That's awesome. Sitting on my boat, enjoying the decline. You guys have an awesome Thanksgiving. And Aaron, you make it out to where the Bremalo, Bremolos roam again. I will take you. Sit. Buffaloes? Uh, Bremolos? Buffaloes aren't near water. Looks like he's got a <clears throat> Renegade show. Looks like he's got a sailboat. Bremolos. Bremolo. What's a Bremolo? Bremolo. Bremolo. It's a song. Bremolo. Bremolo's uh, Rome. Oh, Bremerton. Popular, made popular by Sir Mixlock, Bremo, Bremolo became a well-used term to describe the women of Bremerton, Washington. Uh, that's a suburb of Seattle. <laughs> so that's, yeah, the Buffalo, the Bremolo. Okay. Because women in Seattle are not good looking. They're just not. I was just about to say that. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for the 20. Thanks for the 20. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. I gotta, I've I've cruised around in uh, my buddy Leif. He took me out in his sailboat in Puget Sound. That was awesome. I got a beautiful picture of Seattle when the sun was setting. Cool. All right. Non-stop, Non-stop Dre. Dre, $1.99. All liberal arts colleges are fake schools. Are liberal arts colleges like the non-state ones? They're like the small ones like Middlebury and Nassar. Yeah. yeah. Those are too expensive, I think. Not for privileged white girls, they aren't. <laughs> they have to go there. Oh, my God, Tina. I <clears throat> would never. That is the last place. I, I'll go to the local community college in the ghetto and hire a kid out of there before I hire from a Vassar or a Middlebury. I know women that went to Middlebury. No, take your fucking attitude, shove it up your tight ass, go to hell. Absolutely no way I'd hire for Milliberry. So, so by definition, liberal arts colleges cannot have any major that's worthwhile to get you a job because they don't have right. business schools or engineering schools. Well, no, you have a university and within the university, there are several colleges. So you have the College of Engineering, you have the College oh, okay. of Business, you have the College of Liberal Arts. And so you apply to the college of which your degree is in 
Mm. And, and so like you could apply for an engineering program, not get into it, but then apply to the liberal arts po- program and get in. Well, why do um, they call them liberal arts schools though? Because I think those predominantly only offer the liberal arts or the social oh, sciences. I, so, I mean, if we look up Middlebury, I'm kind of curious what the tuition is. Oh God. It's good. Dude, <laughs> 56,000 a year. A year. What the fuck? <laughs> a quarter million dollars, oh. not even including living expenses a quarter million dollars man god for to get a degree from there uh hey it's number four national liberal arts college of 2017 but what job could you possibly get you you're if you're you're it's like it's like harvard if you go there you get connections that's all it is and if you're attending it you're very rich you're very very rich where a middlebury really fucks over the student is if you are poor and you're duped into going to one of these schools and colleges because you've been brainwashed. Um, you know, you want to study the African American history or whatever, or women's studies, and you're not rich. Your parents aren't loaded. You go there, you get a quarter million dollars in debt, and then you weren't part of the right clique, and you didn't find and, and you were your pat your daddy didn't know my daddy, and you are fucked. You are so fucked. Um yeah. Middlebarians hire other Middlebarians. It's, well, was, it's elitism. It's true. You want to talk about true bigotry. You want to talk about not not a level playing field. It's your Ivy League types and these elitist type liberal arts colleges. Where I remember, like Goldman Sachs, I think it was. Was I remember a, uh, somebody who I knew who went away? He's like, he had a friend who had a degree in biology, got hired by Goldman Sachs. I'm like, how does a biology major get hired by Goldman Sachs? What do you, what do you say? It's like it's got <laughs> that's what it was. So they knew someone. It was the right school. It, it had nothing to do with him being able to do like financial analysis or valuations or anything like that. I thought it was because they had a cafeteria or something and needed, needed something. No, no. So, but yeah, for, but uh, Dre makes the an astute objective point. All liberal arts colleges are fake. You could go to the library and learn that shit for free. Have you heard of Evergreen College up in Washington? Yeah, I State? drove through it on my motorcycle because of, but there was, it was out of session, so I didn't see anybody. But I mean, you know about what happened there. Like the students like revolted and overran like the faculty a couple mm-hmm. years ago. Yep. That's what I think of when I think of liberal arts colleges. Evergreen is more extreme. Middlebury is where, Middlebury is just, it. it's almost a finishing school for elitists. Like you're not going to really learn anything there. It's where you go to be, to to my it's an extension of high school for popular rich kids. You know what state it's in? Huh? Do you know what state it's in? Vermont, isn't Vermont. it? Vermont. Yeah, Vermont. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> what's what's wrong with Vermont or is it nothing? It's just when I think of Vermont, I can't really think of a university that would have any type of program that I would want to study. Oh, there's they're all yeah. nestled within there. You know, <laughs> we're gonna do our tree, the leaves are changed. You're gonna go look for maple. Maple syrup. Gotta go to the vineyards. There time for me to sneak a little. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Get another one of your revolutionary. Uh, no, this one's the next one beard. is revolutionary, but a different fear. You can read this one because Rajon's he's in love with you. He's in love with you. He mentioned you first, you. not me. No, it's a Chad. <laughs> I love you, Chad. Now, if I just cover it up like that, it just says I love you, Chad. There you go. Ray John, you could you maybe you could lose your virginity to Chad, you know. Um, maybe Chad would even pay you, you know, to, to take your virginity from you. That'll be Juan Cabrera. Juan, and Juan, you alcoholic. God damn it. It's over for you. Get yourself into treatment. 
Uh, and then Richard Belmont, uh, <clears throat> Richter Belmont, five instances of five drink. That was last week's. I know. I wonder who these stuffy people are like, oh my goodness. If you have that, you know, I wonder if they ever hang with the fun people. I wonder if they ever really hang with the fun people. Getting drunk five times in a month mean you have an alcohol problem. Okay. Then I had an alcohol problem, but then I think a lot of people, especially when they're younger, they do. Okay. Hold up now. I what? I would like to introduce you to uh, Fist City. Oh, another wow, that's edgy too. <laughs> Boy, Fist City. It's actually quite tasty. These millennials and their their microbrews are just—they're really getting edgy. I've never seen anything edgy. Can we find a non-edgy beer? Actually, I got the the next one. I'm going to have is actually extremely uh, non-edgy, potent. Okay, okay, okay. Chad, focus. Yeah. I want. Okay, this is like Gen Xers naming dumbass band names back in the 90s, okay? All right. I want to hear just a, a beer that's called Good Beer. Or maybe the last name of the guy, you know, Swanson Beer. Or <laughs> Church and Good Grades Beer. I mean, Fish City, Revolutionary Rogue, you know, Dick Slapper. It's just like these sound like wrestler names, right? Or wrestler moves. Wait till you get to me, Hulk Hogan, until I'm going to unleash my fist city on you. I well, don't... the next beer, I'll do a spoiler. The next beer that I may have after this is called Torpedo. Is okay, that, that exactly. enough for you? No, that's not lame enough. Torpedo. Lame enough. <laughs> if you can't say, okay, look, if you say it with a wrestler beer. voice and it sounds like a wrestler voice, then it's not what I'm looking for. Torpedo. Okay, if it's a wrestler move, it's not. not it's it's a douchebag millennial beer, okay? Rogue hat. Oh, wait, oh, Hulk Hogan, until I do my rogue hat move on you. Toe the wet sprocket. Toe uh, the wet sprocket, right. My smashing pumpkins. <laughs> Color me bad. Is that the name of a beer? Name of a band that's terrible. Okay, right. 90s. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, somebody noticed that it was a Sierra Nevada beer that I maybe oh, next good. Oh, <laughs> so did you express your love for uh Rajon back uh, i told him that you would probably pay to take his v card so <laughs> I, I would pay or he would pay me no you would pay because you know you just you're just such a nice guy chad you're so nice i'm not nice enough to take canadian dollars uh all right who's next dre non-stop dre for dollar 99 most people have been st- successfully brainwashed yeah i think he meant to say successfully well does he uh i mean that's probably true people are watching cnn fox News, absolutely uh, everything i absolutely and you could go down the very simple line of saying that leftists are brainwashed and you're no doubt 100 true but dude hanging out with conservatives or republicans or libertarians they're yeah. just as brainwashed. And the way you could see it is what they say versus what their actions are. You know who the least brainwashed conservative is I know? Libertarian more. Is it somebody I know? Yeah, well, you know of him, certainly. Um, must be a politician. like No, DT. Do you know why DT is the least brainwashed, you know, right-winger I know to generalize not being a left-winger? I guess because he looks at all sources. He moved to South oh, Dakota. right. He walks the walk. He took action. So did you know you. how many people I know like that? 
I mean, you did too. I did. Yeah. No, I have. I'm. I am. I'm not questioning my independence. I'm talking how fucking lonely it is when you realize just because they say they're conservative doesn't mean they're independent minded. <clears throat> You'll find a lot. Another perfect example. Okay. Uh, I've mentioned this before. There's a talk show host locally in the Twin Cities. We got to do something about these universities. Oh, my God. How can you send it? This is the institutions. are. Where does he send his daughter? Fucking probably a liberal. Liberal arts college, St. Kate's. Right. Am I? uh, 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 And and yeah. And maybe it's they consciously in their frontal lobes are independent-minded thinkers but they like the balls or the courage or the spine to actually take action. I mean, my Facebook DT loves picking on um, he goes these conservatives. He, oh, yeah. yeah, he loves picking on the conservatives in Minnesota. He's like, fucking move. And they're all like, we got to do something. And I'm like, guys, move. It's over. And and they don't, what? Pack? That would take effort. I just want to sit here and clickety click that he click click click. That's yeah. I don't say this as a as a negative thing. Like he really has some serious opinions on Facebook, dude. Like, do you see his feed? Do you go DT? on Facebook? Yeah. yeah, I guess. So what? I don't. Are they? What are some more extreme ones? I haven't. No, seen they're, they're not one. extreme. There's oh. nothing. It's just like he when he sees something that he's not happy about, he really mm-hmm. like goes after it which is i think what it was is both he me and the man we all try to join the republican party and i don't mean join like you know become members but to help out like we were going to volunteer and we went in there and all it was was this sad feeling sorry for themselves masturbation fest yeah Uh, i put together a a, a seminar presentation about how to get young people into the conservative you know libertarian republican party and I, it was great. I did, And then we heard nothing from them. It's like, guys, do you want to avail yourself of any of the skilled talent or labor that? It, and the same meeting was just the feel sorry for themselves meeting. And then the meeting stopped. Um, so I think when he looks at these conservatives and they're not going to take any action, especially when he offered uh, his time and resources to do so, I think now now he realizes the conservatives are like, you know, when I want to set up the the militia, not to have a military type aspect, but hey, if the electricity goes, it's really the number one thing is safety and numbers and weapons, you know, to protect yourself. That's going to be the number to reestablish law. And if you don't have guns, you're not reestablishing law or any sanity or any efficiency or any economy. People are like, yeah, let's do that. Let's learn how to field dress deers. Da, da, da. And I'm like, okay. And this, and I'm like, all right, let's, and nobody, nobody wants to show up. No, I can't make it. Oh, I can't do Oh, no. I'm a, you can't even get people to show up for a beer, let alone learn how to clean an AR 15 or how to sight a rifle. So fuck it, you know. So I think that's that's kind of where he is, uh, and where where Dre is right where most people are brainwashed. John Steele in the chat. Oh, John out. Steele. Hey, John. Um, what did we just do? I think we're on half dollar. Oh wait, no, that brainwashed. Jumped, it jumped. Yeah, again. we're on half. We're on half dollar. I know we're on half dollar, but it's you do the, yeah. Here, let's do the hat. Let's do it in order so I don't lose it. Uh. Five dollar, half dollar. IT job offers in New York, San Francisco, Chicago, and New Jersey. What does an IT guy do? Also, why is New Mexico a, a bad state to move to? Chicago is the cheapest city to live on. All that out of all you, those, yeah, yeah, by far, by far. Not and I do drink. like Chicago. I even recommend in my book, uh, Reconnaissance Man, that Chicago, when you're young and you're not going to yeah. buy property, is a great yeah. town to be in. A great town. We're losing <clears throat> citizens because of the t- property taxes have gotten so high. Yeah, but you, that's why you don't buy you don't buy property in Chicago. Uh, yeah, or anywhere nearby. Um, 
what does an IT guy do? He does information technology. <clears throat> well, no, I think he meant like what city is the best. Oh, to go to. well, if you can suffer it and you get a high enough pay, maybe if you can work remotely, you work out of San Francisco because of the tech boom. That's where most of it is. Um, and I know a lot of young men just making their money, a lot of young gals too, just making their money and plotting their escape. Mm. They pay cash for a house in Vegas or yeah. Phoenix or some other place. Um, New York, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't New Jersey. Ugh. No, all of them are pretty much yeah. bad except Chicago. Chicago is, yeah, you're going to deal with some snow and cold, but it's, it's worth it. I'd say for a short time. What now, are your thoughts on New Mexico? I, I it's a shithole. Yeah. I, I won't deny it. Um, yeah. It's Southern Houdane Diggly Dingly Diggly Do. Uh, it's like Wyoming. And people don't clean up their yards. Poverty, crime. Al- Albuquerque and Santa Fe are, are very kind of lefty. Yeah, Santa Fe is the Sedona, the wannabe yeah. leftist, rich elitists. Yeah, uh, Albuquerque is a shithole. Uh, come for the food, stay because your car got stolen. That's the saying down there. Yeah. But then I got a soft spot for Albuquerque because Sandia Peak is awesome to hike. Mm-hmm. Um, it really does have good food. Downtown Albuquerque is like old school 1950s. Like there's like diners and tire shops and it's, it's really kind of neat. Um, but aside from that, aside from the enchanted circle, like the Northern part, the mountainous part of New Mexico and Albuquerque, there's not much else. It's desert. It's shit. Honestly, when there's I visit my there. parents, I just stay at home a lot of the time because it's, I don't know, Santa Fe. I guess it's got a decent art scene if you're into that type of thing. But Santa Fe, it's just like uh, Sedona. It's for rich old baby boomers. That's really it's just a retirement community for leftist boomers. Um, You're not you're not going to see much of anything. It's not for young people, that's for sure. I mean, it's kind of immaterial. My parents are always going to go to Portland anyway, so I'll just meet them there. Not that that's anything better, but dude, it Santa Fe is way better than Portland. I'll give you that. It's more beautiful. Better weather that, you know, in uh, Albuquerque and Santa Fe, they have the most sunny days of any city in the entire United States. Really? So yeah. The, the oh. number one area. So that's sort Vegas. of cool. All right. Where no, no, it might be. Here? It might be Vegas, um, but it's like top Is the five. next one flameless up oh, here. It jumped on me again. Damn it. Flameless. Uh, we did half dollar. Who's next? It's a flames. Scroll. Flames. Flames. All right. Flames 2.0 for $10. Thank you. One of the bigger reasons I'm even able to financially donate is because of your videos. Thanks for all of the advice from wisdom. He's probably talking to you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, th- no, I'm glad. I'm happy. I Look, I, I wish I could give like the thousand percent rate of return guarantee on my books, but I almost can. Because even take, take an innocuous one like Reconnaissance Man, mm-hmm. it just tells you how to travel around the U.S. Look, the book is, I don't know, 10, 12 dollars. If you just check off one place like, oh, I think I'd like. Sedona or Santa Fe in the conversation mm. we just had. Oh no, it's leftist. All right. You just saved yourself $30 in gas round tripping it from Albuquerque, likely a flight, likely a lot more. Um, it's just prevent you from wasting resources, trying to explore and research and discover shit that we already figured out. And so with, you know, something as obvious as not majoring in stupid shit, we're going to save you thousands of percent rates of return. Uh, but even, you know, poor Rich's retirement, like, Hey, Spend 50 bucks now in a 401k. Just do it now. <laughs> over over 30 years compounded, you're going to earn way more than than whatever you spent on poor Richard's retirement. So, yeah, I'm glad that I, you know, Dre, he's he's majoring in engineering, went in the military because of that. So, 
Well, I like that book because you actually said, let's start with the states that don't have an income tax. That's yeah, the that's most. Of, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Although Dre now just uses his GI bill to insult us, basically. Speaking of which. Okay. Yeah. Uh, four ninety nine. Dre, thoughts on the female news reporter talking about dating down. First women complain about not making enough money. Now men don't make enough. This has been making the rounds lately. Have what, you uh, been, hang on. This no, men are not stuff. economically viable as partners. Have you been hearing about this? Yeah, I've heard about it, but was there a news reporter complaining men? Dating down. We might be talking about the same one. Something specific. Like, like this keeps popping up where women are like, there's not enough, you know, marriageable men. Well, because they kicked him out through affirmative action and all kinds of other things of real positions even though they don't do any real work there's two variables at play and it's kind of a simple thing um one is again we got to go we got to go back we got to go back to like what does our data tell us women really want and i'm now going back to the more traditional i'm swinging back to the traditional side uh what we know is fact or as much as we can tell by data women are hypergamous they want a man with money and resources you might want to explain, or you might need to explain. What no, I, I, I no. just, it, it's, it's more security, more safety, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Now, what I thought that meant is that women just wanted you to make enough money. More recently, now that women have been pushed into careers and careers, everything, I didn't know that it meant you had to make more than them. Like, let's say, Chad, uh, you make $150,000 a year. You make a great money. Yeah. <clears throat> then you meet a girl who makes $200,000 a year. Now, I'm dumb old young Cappy. He would have thought 10, 15, 20 years ago, certainly, that that girl would have no problems dating you because, oh, Chad makes $150,000 a year. That's more than adequate. He's top, what is that, 5% top? <clears throat> certainly 10%. So you're, you're out there. You could take care of yourself and a family. And she would not care that you make 50000 less than she does per year. But now what it starts to seem like with women complaining is they can't date anybody who makes less than them. So now this gal who makes 200000 a year, even though a guy who makes 150000 is still top dog, she has to date a guy that makes $201,000 a year. You know how I know this? You know why I know is it, Now, crazy. do you agree with that, though, that women cannot? Yes. Okay, I'm very curious to hear your experience as to why you believe that. You realize I see what, obviously, I know what all of my clients make, right? Yep. So I engage in casual, playful, not like serious conversations. I'm like, you know, hey, when are you going to find Mr. Right so I can get you on a joint return? Mm -hmm. And and it's the same shit. They're like, you know, I just can't seem to find anyone who's kind of on my level. Now, they use different words for saying on my level. It's like Mm -hmm. heavily coded. But yeah, I've got clients that make all this money. And they've kind of priced themselves out of the market, to be frank with you. And, and that's exactly what they've done. Now, if, see, they're, they're pickers and choosers on the menu of, of responsibilities and, and rights and, and <clears throat> freedoms and costs. Mm. They wanted, they chose to be careerists. Okay, so you abandoned your traditional biological role, which I'm all fine with. I mean, I'm libertarian. I want women to make a lot of money. I want women to go and become STEM and engineering. But then they also didn't abandon with, well, if I'm going to work hard and make a lot of money, then I'm going to have to accept the fact that there's going to be an increasing percentage of men who will make less than me and therefore will not want to date. I won't want to date them. 
They don't care. It's like the same thing with height. Like, Chad, have you ever cared that a girl was taller than you? You know, I never gave a shit, but I always kind of thought they gave a shit. So. Well, women totally yeah. do. Yeah, but I've not known a man, oh, she's too tall for me. I'm like, fuck, I like the titties right here. I can help ballroom <laughs> dance with that all day. It's never been like it. And it, the bullshit, you're just intimidated by a woman that makes more money. I'm like, fuck no. I want to they, they, you make the money. I'll stay at home and be house husband. Whatever the fuck you want. Let, let, you know, fine. You make, I don't have to worry about your finances. But it is, they didn't. They did not then make the corresponding credit entry to the debit decision on the balance sheet of leaving uh, biological uh, predispositions of, okay, I'm going to have to accept the fact that the husband I might like is going to make less than me. They still want to cling on to that hypergamy uh, nature. Uh, and so, And so now they are. They're squeezing themselves out of the market. But you know what happens after this, right? I mean, you already know this. So they drink more, as per the previous article. Well, yeah, <laughs> they, and they I do. Laugh. So okay, they're only willing to date guys that are making more than two hundred thousand dollars. So let's right. say that at a minimum. Okay, Amy makes two hundred thousand. She needs two hundred and one. Guess what? The, guess who these guys can get? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they're gonna get. <laughs> guess who? Guess how many? Guess I mean, how many? Seeking yeah, seeking guess, arrangement. They're gonna just flood the uh, air. Okay. Guess I their age. Guess their attractive level. So you have this screwed up system that's mm-hmm. like only getting worse and worse, and women are drinking more. Is um, is that article? Hey, said? And you know what we should do about it? Laugh. Absolutely nothing. Just enjoy the show. Are you sipping your beer and you enjoying the show? I'm having a great time. Like it's this great. Is, yeah. You know, because it's the only thing you got is telling them I told you so. And they won't even even hear, they won't even listen to that. You just get to sit and watch them, watch them. They'll never, they'll never know. It'll never dawn on them. Well, listen, I hate the term red pill or whatever, but when I'm having my tax meetings with these women who are making a lot, I try to sneak them in there. I'm like, well, you know, guys, they're all over Tinder. They can get the younger women. It's like, oh no, no, no. They want someone who's successful. I don't think a woman's bank account ever made a single man's penis hard. The lack of debt does. I'll get a ten foot erection if you find a girl doesn't have debt. That's one <laughs> well, thing. But, they all have but, debt. Well, okay, I know, I know. But if a woman has her finances together, I find that I find that hotter than uh, she knows how to drive standard transmission. I don't see uh, that a lot. I know it's very rare. It's also a very good indicator of a really quality, interesting girl if she can drive standard transmission. And neither here nor there. Um, where was I going with this? Uh, Oh, if they don't have that, that's fine. But how much more money they have? Like, yeah, I guess more is better, but it never like, oh, damn. You know, she's got, I need to have a girl that has $100,000 cash. (laughs) 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 Do you not have debt? Cool. Do you want to get a, I. I mean, it's nice when they don't have debt. I just barely see it. I don't see a lot of that. Men and women. Men and women. Well, yeah, I know, but it's not my concern. I I just find it hilarious that they've been brainwashed from your eyes behind the tax returns that they need to have a guy that makes as much. And they actually think that men want them to be rich, successful. Okay, let me ask you this. How many of these gals that think, oh, men want a successful woman, how many of them are physically hot? Again, not many, man. See, like they... that's... <sighs> Who lied to them? 
We want hot. We'll take hot over whether you have a billion dollars in the bank. <laughs> well, a lot of them had to work like whatever. They're, they're doctors. Some of them are, I don't know, marketing people, sales like they had to work so hard and they did, you know, sometimes. Like, yeah, I understand. So they neglected their their physical. No, no, health. no, 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 no. It's called eating less. A woman well, yeah, doesn't I mean, need to physically work out all that. She just needs to not stuff her fucking face. And she, they don't have a lot of physical competition either. I mean, a gal that that is, you know, even 10 pounds overweight is now a catch nowadays. But it's a bit of a paradox, right? Because some might say the reason they had to go in and work so hard on these careers was because maybe they weren't attractive enough to secure a, a husband earlier in life, right? Well, they yeah. could hit the gym or they can diet. I, I don't I'm not care. excuses for them. Yeah. Just, yeah, no, uh, no, I know, I know, but I... What it really boils down to is cowardice on their part because they don't want to admit what they deep down inside know. Men want hot young chicks. That's it. That's what we want. And they are so desperate to avoid the gym. They'll go become doctors and lawyers and bust their ass off at a at a at a in a career, uh, which is fine. But then they're going to have all this this requirements or. Uh, uh, strings attached. We can't date you. You're in a possible situation. I don't care. I'm laughing. Drink, cats, box, wine, go, sob, pillow, night, by yourself, late, do. So I don't know if there's a female news reporter talking about dating down. No sympathy there. No None. sympathy. Don't None. care. No, 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 no. You know, women are empowered to solve that. Uh, it's not men's empowerment we it's out of our power to do it <laughs> a lot of guys are choosing not to until you make it fair again until you're like oh yeah we'll promote you based on on merit not not you having a vagina well okay then you know what women will ask and they can ask until they're all dead well i mean what can we say where have all the good men gone and then they're like oh, you know do you ever you it's such a time waste do you ever read reddit uh, not really. No, there's this one in particular that I like to read. It's called where have all the good men gone? Really? There, oh, I've seen some... yeah, someone sent me that. That is hilarious. Oh yeah. <laughs> like the, the unrealistic expectations, the like outright hallucinations that some of these uh, women have. It's really funny oh. to listen to. That's the only yeah. one I really go to. And... Yeah. I, I kind of plug my stuff on some key Reddit subreddits, uh, just to get the traffic in. So, but I don't, I don't have time. So nonstop, Dre, I say 55% of my GI Bill money thanks to Cappy. See, yeah, and he spends all, he spends that 54% on insulting us and mocking us on Super Chats. That's what he does. Seems like a fair trade to me. Uh, Ice Nose is nows, uh, $7.62. My girlfriend gained 80 pounds since I met her, cheated, gave me the herpagamanomalabasas. Herpagonocyphilates. Come on, you watch Terrence Pop, right? Oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> Gonorrhea, yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, and max out my credit cards. <laughs> should I keep her or dump her? You should get her pregnant. I say put a ring on it, dude. You should rent her out to Tyrone yeah. and have him get her pregnant, and then you should uh, you should raise the kid. I'm with you on that. But wait until she has the kid, and then put a ring on it. A real man. A real man. Would take responsibility. Real man. For Hang on. Is that even a thing? I'm, I'm afraid of uh, a real man would marry a single mom. Haven't you seen that, uh, you know, the diamonds one? Is it De Beers or whatever the one is? You have this effeminate guy going. He's like, 
Julia means everything in the world to me, and I want your permission for me to marry her. And then the camera pans, and it's like a five-year-old kid who's there, like smiling. You never saw that commercial? So obviously, where was this? Was this was this uh, a jewelry? Yeah, diamond commercial. Like this was De Beers. What's the other one? The one that's K's. K's. Yeah, every kiss begins with K's. Terrible ad because it's it's not even subtly trying to get guys to marry single moms. It's just um, so overt. <laughs> hang on. I got to look this up. Yeah. Some guys in the chat have seen the commercial too. Hats off. A real man would marry a single mom. Hang on. Let's do real I'm man. Sure a lot of them. Marry single. I mean, let's just try date. Date. Single. Or mom. isn't afraid of. Isn't intimidated by. That's, you'd get more results by that. It takes a real man to win the heart of a single mom. Yeah. A real man could. Get near a single mom. That's a big tell for him. Why smart men? Why are so many men scared to date single mothers? So <clears throat> the good news is if you search this, um, you have the women propaganda, but then right up there is MGTOW, red pill, avoid single mom type of stuff. Yeah. So when women search this, they're at least being exposed to what the truth is. Oh, but they um, won't, they won't, it won't sink in. I, yeah, no, it's it's choice. It's choice. So um, uh, I uh, I don't care. I'm just going to enjoy the show. We know the way they're going to choose. Happy Cranksgiving by the Cynic in Chief for two bucks to the old grump. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Grump. Yeah, More non. Oh, it jumped on me again. Hang on. Here's nonstop Dre. Uh, yeah. Should I move to Nevada or Texas after college? Computer science. Both are income tax-free states. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess it depends if you'd rather live in a city like Vegas or, I don't know, Texas has a few different options. Yeah, Texas is going to have more cosmopolitan areas. Yeah. And Nevada only really has Vegas. Reno is all right, but man, downtown Reno is a shithole. I mean, Texas, real estate prices are getting kind of expensive in like North Texas, like the Dallas Metroplex. Mm-hmm. Houston just has really shitty, humid uh, summers with mosquitoes that are like that big. Vegas probably or I, I, I'm leaving to leaning towards Vegas because uh, I just love Vegas. I think it's the greatest town ever. Um, I'm not against Texas, but it really depends on Dre's. Like if Dre is more like chilled out and relaxed and he just wants, you know, his, his spread on the prairie. Mm. Uh, and I'd say, te- uh, well, you could find remote areas in Nevada too. Well, I think most of the tech jobs in Texas are actually in Austin, and that's got like expensive yeah, real estate yeah, and, yeah. and liberals and leftists. Now, Nevada also has a big tech boom kind of going on. Switch and Google, Google's built there, is building a facility out there. So Nevada is not exactly a non-tech area as well. Mm. Um, but I'd even say like if if you uh, don't like the heat, Reno is all right. There's some okay parts of Reno. But he's got to visit. He's got to visit both. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I would just, I would, I would choose uh, Nevada. Um, truthfully, cynic, two bucks. Happy Thanksgiving, not tax season. To the super chat, thanks, dude. This, this is actually really one of my most favorite times of the year because we got holidays, you know, family and everything, and I really have nothing to do for the next two months. So I love awesome. it right now. Good. Yeah. And you're gonna have not a crazy busy season that next time. You'll I'm be like, ho- I'm hoping, I'm hoping. All right, um, ice snows. So the, he's talking about that commercial I told you about, where the yeah. effeminate guy was like, 
please let me marry your mom, five-year-old kid. She means the world to me. So that it makes me sick too. It's just, it's so overt. It's so obvious what they're doing when they do that. So it makes me sick too. <sighs> Have you seen it? I've seen it. I'm just trying to think the math or the economics behind it. The men are the one that spend the money on the ring. Because it's not the women. The women right. aren't spending the money, but they're advertising to women. But they're not the purchasers. And you know what I think it is? What? I bet you it's just demographics. I think there are so many single moms out there now that Kay knows, look, this is a segment. And if we advertise to these guys who are going to marry up the single moms, uh, it'll, we'll probably we'll probably carve that bit of business out, and that's a, that's a significant amount of of uh, of business. Hang on, percent well, of moms. So the terms alpha and beta, I know they're overused and everything, but in this mm -hmm. commercial, the guy was just so obviously like a, a limp wristed, pathetic. Uh, it's hard to explain. Beta. Okay, hang on. How common is single parenting? Beta bucks, yeah, as someone said in the chat. Okay. 23% uh, of all children were living with their single mother. Uh, but that doesn't mean, and I think there's another 6 or 7% that live with their father. So roughly a third of moms, no, a third of kids. You got multiple kids. Yeah, the math gets a little bit different here. Let's take a look at this chart. Maybe this will give me some information. That's not the chart I clicked on, Google. Thank you. <clears throat> United States single parent family income distribution. That's not it. Zero. Four in 10 children are born to unwed mothers. White is at 29. All races, 41. Hispanic, 53. God, yeah, but funny. blacks really, blacks and Hispanics dra drag that up significantly. Uh, black, 73%. Which is shameful. Absolutely shameful. That's 2010. Now, I think, actually, this data has improved. If I pulled the data together. Um, but let's just say 4 in 10 kids are born. That doesn't mean 4 in 10 women, because women can have multiple kids. Uh, I, I don't know... It's it's significant. It's a it's let can we just call it a third ever so roughly? A third of the women out there that are of marriage age have a kid at minimum, right? Yeah, like I thought it might be higher, but I guess a third is where it's at. Well, you know, I, I could be wrong in my logic and math, but it's it's not small. It's not five percent. Yeah. Thoughts on single, uh, thoughts on single mom by choice movement. Laughing out loud. Uh, yeah, it's squarely my generation. The Gen X spinsters are freezing their eggs. A lot of the older yeah. millennial women are doing the same. Um, it's math. It's biology. Um, again. I want to choose to abandon my biology when it comes to having a career. Again, by all means, please do so. One of my no clients problem. did, but this. I, but I, I choose to ignore the biological reality of menopause. Yeah, but listen, man. Like one of my clients, how do you feel about this? Because I sure as hell didn't feel good about it. Um, mm. One of my clients who does okay, you know, decent W two job. Mm -hmm tried for a few years to find a, a man to get with and have a child she just really wanted a child mm -hmm. she gave up and just went to the sperm bank and uh, became a single mom by choice okay so she became a child abuser i guess you need I'll a mom and a dad anything else is child abuse you get divorced in my world that's child abuse
So, so I have a very low threshold for child abuse, but this that pisses me the fuck off. Guess who didn't make the cut when I, you know, cut a hundred people from my client roster? Really? Okay. Well, yeah. there you go. Yeah. Well, tried to have some principles with this thing. Um, I, I mean, well, see, and that's when the kid becomes an object. I want a child that's not in the best interest of the child. You love yourself more than your theoretical child. I love my theoretical children more than I love myself because I was smart enough to get a vasectomy because I knew I couldn't take care of them. Uh, doing this, I mean, we had a friend who who uh, went and did the same thing, and a lot of people stopped talking to her because of that. Anybody I know? No, no, you don't know okay. her. Uh, you know, nice, wonderful gal, but dude. <sighs> I can understand the selection of men maybe isn't the greatest out there. But, you know, when you're saying he's got to make more than me and he's got to be taller than me, it's like, all right, you know, fine. I mean, I don't really care in the end. I feel bad for these kids. Yeah, that's my but, thing. But I, I really don't care because it's like, yeah, you'll be drinking. <laughs> all it's mommy's just, drinking more. It's just such a disservice to the kids, like you were saying. You assume these people even are capable of selflessness or thinking, what is it, empathy or sympathy, where you think of others? Empathy. Empathy. You think they're even capable of it. They're not. It's their own selfish and They only, right, right. Oh, good old cynic in chief. Ray John for two bucks. So what, Ray, did I skip Ray John? Yeah, oh. he's above there. For $2 right, there Canadian, go. he says, everyone tune into Masculine Geek. Not yet. I like us better. We're not <laughs> done yet. I got other articles to go over. And Cynic did say for $2 in the East, Tennessee and Florida are both nice. No income tax. He's right. It's true. Yep. That is very true. Florida's yeah. nice. I like Florida a lot. I'd be I mean, some two. weird stuff goes down there, but yeah. <laughs> I never saw that. I, You got to get down the inside. That's the panhandle of Florida that happens. Yeah. Uh, Arsenio Fernando II. Happy Thanksgiving, gents. Well, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, Arsenio. Too. He's a friend of Athams. Is he? We like him more because he doesn't always whine. No, I wasn't invited. I wasn't invited. Yeah, no. yeah. Arsenio just gives us money. <laughs> I'm in Facebook jail. No. <laughs> yeah, at least Arsenio stays out of Facebook jail, Atham. I think that's actually it. We're caught up. That's it. All right. Let me. Uh... <clears throat> now, nah, what do you want? The first. Hello to Darkman Jeff. Good to see you, dude. Let's uh, do the first <sighs> HIV positive sperm bank. That just. Ugh. New Zealand launches. Thank you, guys. This is the Guardian. So, um, <laughs> I I know it's leftist, but it should be biased in the other way. And they're even making it sound like this is a bad idea. They might actually be guarding against something this time. New Zealand launches world's first HIV positive sperm bank. Ugh. And people wonder why you just read titles to articles instead of the article themselves. Click the world's bait. yeah well it's not clickbait it's like well what more needs to be said uh the world's first hib positive sperm bank has been launched in an effort to reduce the stigma experienced by those living with the virus question does that make any sense <laughs> can you think of a more expensive way to reduce stigma <sighs> you got me man like, like i, I like, hey, you know what, man? Nobody's perfect. Even if it wasn't your fault, you know, it's too bad you got HIV. Um, and we should treat you the same under the laws of everyone else. You are an equal. You're part of this community. You know, everyone has a disease. Everyone dies. 
you just happen to HIV. Is that enough? Is that not a logical, healthy approach so that there's no stigma with people that have HIV? Certainly doesn't reduce the the stigma. Um, well, I mean, yeah, you got HIV. It'd be no different. Oh, I got herpes, or I got I got a cold. Like, well, look out for that guy. Doesn't mean you hate that person. Well, if it prevents them from spreading it to other people, that doesn't no because you wouldn't create a sperm bank because you're going to give it to two people potentially the woman and the child see (laughs) so we're willing to threaten other people's lives both alive today and might be in the future with hiv because of people's feelings yeah, I'm sure those kids will not be pissed off at their parents at all for yeah. making themselves be born with fucking HIV. Oh, you think you hate the boomer parents? Wait till you talk to the millennial parents that like, oh, I knew I had HIV, but I donated your... And you, I don't know your father. But to help the HIV AIDS community feel better, I got impregnated with you from a sperm bank. So you don't have a dad, but he left you the gift of HIV. Um, <clears throat> sperm positive, that's the name of it. Sperm positive has begun with three male donors from across New Zealand who are living with HIV but have an undetectable viral load, meaning the amount of the virus in a person's blood is so low it cannot be detected by standard methods. I'm happy for them. I'm glad. Remember when it was a death sentence and now it's treatable? Yeah, then Magic Johnson came along. Right. Uh, I'm, I'm happy for you guys, but how selfish are you? you got to donate the sperm. What what is wrong with you? What is this? What makes you happy? Again, they only think of themselves, and and they're they're completely unhinged from economic reality as well. If you could do so much more with the money, time, and resources that you put into the sperm positive thing to to mm-hmm. make HIV understandable or whatever, less less stigmatized. But I I don't care if there's an undetectable load. If I had HIV, shoot, I don't even go visit the nieces. I don't, you know, you don't go to work when you got a cold because you don't want to get people. We're talking HIV. Although this does not mean the HIV has been cured. It does mean that the treatment is working well. And so the virus cannot be passed on even through sex without a condom or childbirth. I really want to see the studies on that. I really, even if that you could, let's say I have HIV, Chad, right? I got HIV. Ha ha. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. You just increased a couple percentage of asshole right there. You're you're getting closer. I'm getting there. <laughs> I got the HIV. Uh, and then the doctor comes out with a report says, oh yeah, Aaron, there's no way you could pass it on. I'm still not donating. There is I'm- no way I'm even going to risk it passing on a death sentence or at least a high lifetime medical bill uh, to innocent people. No way. Especially my kid. Which I wouldn't have then because I'd be like, yeah, nah, this isn't going to happen. Yeah, that's just fucked up if somebody does that. Uh, donor Damien Rule Neal, hyphenated name, was diagnosed with HIV in 1999, but was confirmed undetectable about starting treatment some 18 years ago. He said there was still a lack of education among the public in New Zealand about what is an undetectable st- what his undetectable status meant, and that he had experienced stigma about living with HIV in both work both his work and personal life. Well, yes, you are going to live with stigma. That's what happens. Whether you get it through bad decision-making or accident, life is not per- They They really expect the perfect world, don't they? No. Yeah. They really just think this is just, we're going to feelings, Chad. 
120 years ago, 100 years ago, people were more concerned about hunger and clean water. Now it's feelings. Um, I have many friends who are also living with HIV who've gone on to have children, he said. Uh, being able to help others on their journey is so rewarding, but I also want to show the world that life doesn't stop post-diagnosis and help people remove the stigma. The online sperm bank said it would be made clear to people looking for a donor that they have HIV but are on effective treatment and so can pass the virus on. I'm just, no matter how much virtue signaling leftist women want to do, I'm just picturing a lot of sperm. Like no one's going to make any withdrawals from this bank. This is just <laughs> going to be, you're going to have a lot of old sperm. What do you do? Okay, so these three guys, they own the sperm bank, right? What do they do when they die? You know, one guy dies first. All right, the two remaining guys inherit 50% of the corporate. And another guy dies, and there's one sole owner of the corporate. Then he dies. Who wants that in the will? Hey, we got a bunch of sperm that might be HIV. Who who uh, wants that? I don't think they would have anybody who would they could any descendants to pass it along to anyway. You you'd, know? Have to have, you'd have to have a biohazard team go in there and take care of it. <laughs> Uh, New Zealand. This hasn't happened in the U.S. It's just New Zealand. Oh, give it time. Give it time. Uh, I have many friends all the way going to the children. Da, da, da. The initiative created by New Zealand AIDS Foundation, Positive Women Incorporated and Body Positive. See, women are... Oh, fuck the body. Yeah, hopes to educate people in New Zealand about HIV transmission. Dr. Mark Thomas, an infectious disease doctor and Auckland University associate professor, said he had seen the changes in public opinion after working with those diagnosed, diagnosed with HIV for more than 30 years ago. I'm glad to say that in this time, there have been some great changes in public understanding of HIV, but many people living with HIV still suffer from stigma. They're, you're going to. I. How do you get rid of stigma? I mean, you can try to normalize something like that, but you're still stuck with the disease. You have to infect everybody with HIV, yeah. then no one has the stigma anymore. I mean, you and I have a stigma because we're short. I mean, not a lot, but, you know, we get stigma. Um, I'm trying to think. It, it, this really is how Western civilization ends, where we're trying to spend all this money risking HIV and disease because of people's feelings. Fifis. Fifi's. I kind of want to. How much you want to bet the ladies over at the uh, Positive Women Incorporated? <laughs> Hang LLC. on, let's see. Let's let's look it up. Why is it incorporated? Positive Women Incorporated, New Zealand. Maybe they don't have. Oh, LLC I mean it's there. okay. It's HIV positive. That's what it is. So this is other women who are HIV positive, and they may want to have kids. That's All right, never mind. I thought it was like body positive. Never mind. Well, it's probably both. I'll bet it's a bunch of... And the women that were on the website looked pretty normal. They didn't look... Uh... Could have been actresses. <laughs> Ba-da-ba-ba-da-ba-ba-da-ba. And of course, no comments are available. Yeah, no comment from the father. Almighty. Um... I'm going to need a pee break here. Take a minute. Yeah, need... go and we'll finish off the, the, the rest of these. I'm going to go grab a bite to eat. Then after that, we'll round. We'll finish it off and then I'll... Go pester the guys over at uh, Masculine Geek if they're still on. Can you get me on there too? I'll see. Yeah, I'll see if I can, can do that. So, yeah, I'll go take drunk. your pee break. I'm going to go <laughs> grab a water. All right, I'll be right back. Oh, and if anybody wants their super chats, get them in now. So, I got to, Cappy's got to go eat.
All right, we're back. Let me pull up the last one. Do I want to do another one? Yeah. Let's do this. Read this while Chad's going. I I just want to mention this because this is this is uh no, that wasn't it. God darn it. The Detroit Free Press. No, that's not what <sighs> all these pop-ups, Jesus. About 90 additional foreign students of a fake university in Metro Detroit created by the Department of Homeland Security has been arrested in recent months. A total of about 250 students have now been arrested since July on immigration violations by U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement as part of a sting operation by federal agents who entice foreign-born students, mostly from India, to attend the school that marketed it. See, you Mexicans, you're smart. You just go work and you do your roofing and your siding and everything. You, you play it on the low down there. Mostly from India to attend the school that marketed itself as an offer as offering graduate programs in technology and computer studies, according to ICE officials. Many of those arrested have been deported to India while others are contesting the removals. One has been allowed to stay after being granted lawful permanent resident status by an immigration judge. The students had arrived legally in the U.S. on student visas, but since the University of Farmington was later revealed to be a creation of federal agents, they lost their immigration status after shutdown in January. See, now that's not fair. That's entrapment. That's, uh, that's not fair at all. You hear that so far there, Chad? Yeah, uh, man, I'm with you. I'm with you. Like, now how much time and research? Look, they come here in good faith. They get their visas. And then because the thing was shut down... At, <sighs> God almighty. You know, I'm against the legal immigration. That's the number one thing in the country, but fuck it, it's too late. Cats out of the bag. And the Womans just can't wait to to vote in more socials and more immigrants because it makes them feel good, whether whether we can afford it or not. Uh, the approximately 250 students arrested on administrative charges, nearly 80% were granted voluntary departure in the United and departed the United States. Of the twenty remain twenty percent, about half of them have received a final order of removal. Some of them were ordered removed by an immigration judge and others were given an expedited removal by, okay. So those other 10% were either found da, 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 ba, da, ba, da, ba. Cow almighty. You want to talk about where I kind of lose it because the conservatives or libertarians, or Republicans are no better. Here's an example of, of ineptitude. Uh, you set up a fake school, <laughs> which is a cheap, how many millions of dollars went into that building and the advertising to take to get illegal immigrants, but when they apply legally under honest pretenses, and then the school shut down because it's not a real school, that voids their immigration status. <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, all right. Ready to do some final super chats and we can call yeah. it a day. All right. Um, where'd we leave off? Uh, we left off. Oh, this is a pretty funny comment uh, from Cynic and Chief. For two dollars, does Cappy have a wheel of hatred for rant topics? Um, I guess I would. Stupid shit happening in colleges. Uh, women being clueless about dating and biosexual reality or whatever. <clears throat> Uh, men asking me, how do I get the girls? People right. asking mm -hmm. me, what should I do for a business? What, what should I major in? 
No, that I can understand because sometimes they need a little, like everybody knows don't major in the liberal arts when they approach me. But then I like today I had one guy's like, ah, do I do actuarial science or civil engineering? I'm like, well, that's kind yeah. of, it's kind of, I mean, they're both good, but they're kind of yeah. desperate, uh, disparate. They're, they're kind of different. I don't know. Guys who go to theme parks too much. I get that. I go off the handle on man. People live in vans. Oh, don't get me started about those guys. That's, People uh, live in vans. Is yeah. That what oh, God. <laughs> Jesus. Ice nose. HIV positive sperm bank. Gonorrhea. <laughs> no. <laughs> you do a horrible Terrence. It's gonorrhea. No. You got to do Terrence Pop. But, but then he does that laugh on the next scene where he's like. <laughs> the, the maniacal one? Yeah. That's hard to um, imitate. I got to watch Terrence Pop more often. You still. Uh, does he still sponsor your. I sponsor his show. Yeah, um, I haven't. I haven't done dude any background work. I haven't done. It's just been. I used to run ads, and now that I just got back, I mean, yesterday was my first full day here. I'm still playing catch up. Finished up asshole consulting this morning. So, and here's our first podcast in a long time. Uh, Cynic, so, studying to get my AWS cloud practitioner cert. Do you know what AWS is? No, I mean, good for him. He's smarter than us. That's why he gets the money. Uh, some people in the chat think it's a good uh, certification. Good. Are we done? I think we're done, dude. We're done. All right. Good. Well, tell people about your location. You can or your location, your website. I'm sorry. I'm getting tired, too. Your uh, website, your thing, <laughs> your, your stuff, this thing you do. I'm on um, elkincpa.com. We also have a tax guide that'll coming. It's going to be coming out pretty soon. It's the 2020 version. You can find that on Amazon. If you're going to buy it, use uh, Clary's Amazon affiliate link. I'm oh, actually. Right. I know I said this last time. I am about to buy officially a refrigerator for my office. I will be using the Aaron Clary affiliate link when I buy it off of Amazon. It's a Black Friday good, thing. Good. I'm glad you did. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy you did that. Yeah. Well, on Friday, I will. Black Friday. Uh, yeah, that's it for me. Cool. All right. You guys want to help out? The oh, God. Chad, that reminds me. I can't believe that. Guess who emailed me? Mary Jo? No. Better. <laughs> You're along the right. You're all we talked about her before. Um, Speaking of your CPA, I God almighty, why didn't I contact you? Um Take a, we had we talked about her on a pod the last podcast we were on before I flew out we talked about her. How am I not Raleigh? Ah, guess who freaking emailed me? What'd they are, say? Are you even? Are you? You should be more excited. Do you know who we're talking about? Yeah, your girlfriend Brandy Love. I'm trying to be stoic. Really? Mm -hmm. She want to know if you could help her with her taxes. Oh bullshit! Oh dang! I almost had you. Almost had you. I just... I see. I would have believed. I bet you she would have emailed you back. But there's no way she would have said like, "Get that guy to help with." The I was text. like, "Oh, Chad Elkins. He's so cute, drinking his monster beer." Been looking at videos of her for a few years now. Never. <laughs> I've never seen one video of her. So, um, yeah. If you want to help out the old Capmeister, go to olderbrother.com/slash/donate. Three ways: PayPal donation. You get nothing. Patreon, you become a Patreon member, you get access to the road trip podcast, which I do while road tripping or hiking or have the spare time. You also get access to Mary Jo's pinups. 
Non-stop Dre for $1.99. Hang on. Let me finish Uh, my thing and my shtick and my spiel. Finally, since it is, it just dawned on me, it is the Christmas shopping season. Do the old captain a huge favor. Do all your Christmas shopping through my Amazon affiliate link. You can go to olderbrother.com slash donate. There's the Amazon link right there. Click on it. Do all your shopping now so it actually is delivered on time. I feel bad for those Amazon delivery people because of all the procrastinating Americans that just wait until... And then they got to rush it to get there. Oh, God, that's got to suck. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but in any case, that is a huge help. Doesn't cost you anything more. I just make a 6 to 7% commission and cut on all the purchases you make. And if everyone did that who listened, if everyone who listening right now did all their Christmas shopping through my Amazon affiliate link, I would probably be able to afford that hoopty donk that I've always wanted. Uh, donk guarantee donk. you. Yeah, the donk. You know what a donk is, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the one I want is only like you could find them pimped out the way I want for like fifteen grand, which is pricey. But if everyone did their shopping, I mean, I would have my donk. That would be so freaking sweet. That would be more than that, but uh. yeah. Um, nope, that's where's nonstop Dre. He just wants <laughs> to know how the book is coming along. Uh halfway done. Halfway. Um, yeah. The when's three chapters. Huh? When's your target date again for that? I wanted to have it out by Christmas, but all this interrupting is just not connect like tomorrow guess where i get to go uh coffee shop to write thanksgiving no I, I, I oh it's thanksgiving tomorrow, thanksgiving okay. tomorrow. Uh, you have to drive to wisconsin yeah. well i'll be with our friend um okay. yeah you will yeah but it's i need <clears throat> to sit down and bang it out so it's about halfway done i'm and i'm there's part one part one i'm almost done with part two is going to go faster i hope does your affiliate link work on phones? Have you tested that out? No. No, guys, you no. have to go with the computer. You can't just go to the, the phone. I know you millennials like that, but if you really want to help out the captain for free, it doesn't cost you anything. You got to go on the computer, sit your ass down like an old boomer tech Gen Xer, and do your shopping on a computer, damn it, like we used to in the early aughts. I think a lot of people are using their phones to shop for shit. I know, they got that fucking app. Fucking pisses me Amazon off. App, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <clears throat> does the yeah nonstop Drake? No, don't they don't work because you can't even click. There's no affiliate link on the phones. I don't think like if you go to olderbrother.com, you click on it. I don't think it'll take you. You could give it a try. If you do nonstop Drake, text me or let me know what you bought, and I'll check to see if it came through. But I'm pretty sure it's only computer only. Well, Joe in the chat says there's a way to do it. So yeah, it's going to be complicated. And once it's complicated, it's difficult, and then no one does it. So um, that's it. Anyway, so there you go. Uh, then also, hey, by the way, great reminder: if you're looking for gifts, my books make awesome gifts. I don't just say it because I make money. I say because I make money. It's also true. But any one of those gifts, worthless, bachelor pad economics, curse of the high IQ, uh, poor Richard's retirement, get it for your folks. Um, you know, something. I mean, those are those are all really good. Black man's got out of poverty. Help out a, a black man that you know that wants to get out of poverty, as opposed to all of them that want to stay in it. Hmm. Uh, you know, I should have made billions on that chat. Should have made billions. Should have made billions on all my books, but nope, nope, everyone. That one oh. didn't sell a ton, did it? Well, you're only advertising to 7% of the population who are heavily propagandized not to believe whitey anyway, so. Yeah. <clears throat> it's not it, it's gonna have, don't worry I, I i'm a firm i have faith in the future black men anyway are gonna get damn sick and tired of the government stealing their women and they're gonna get damn sick and tired of women fucking nagging them the entire time now that the internet is out 
the brothers are waking up. I think the brothers are indeed waking up. And so uh, they're not just listening to their teachers and their single moms telling them what bad people men are, including their fathers. I think the brothers are waking up and searching shit, mm. discovering the red pill. So God bless them. But, all right, that's it. You want to take us out correctly? Toodles. <laughs>